0: programs presented are submitted by members of our community and are a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of KNLY 91.1 FM, the boss, and affiliates.
1: It's the Real Estate You Show where we take your typical real estate show and chuck it out the window. Motivating, inspiring, and educating with a laugh or two along the way. Every week we bring you the latest happenings in real estate, new construction, and mortgage lending for both residential and commercial. And now, live, this is Real Estate U.
2: Good morning, it's the Real Estate you Show. I'm E.L. Crane of BRPS Tyler the Real E.L.C. And as you know, I'm joined by Jennifer Nina of My Mortgage Inc. Hi. Hi,
3: good morning. No
2: volume for me, Carlos. How you doing? Good, and you? Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm doing. Whatever. Okay. Happy Saturday. <laughs> well, see, I've been working like a Hebrew slave all week. Okay, let's be real clear about that. I so, heard. I'll it's explain really that easy. in a minute. This is the Real Estate you Show. <laughs> <laughs> Live streaming on the Global Live Network at reuworldwide.com. reuworldwide.com. 20 streaming channels in county for our stations and studios in Texas and Florida. Our Show brought to you by Platinum World Properties and Premier Texas real estate firm, My Mortgage, Inc., with the lovely Jennifer Nina, uh, our resident double threat, who is also a licensed real estate consultant in the state of Texas, Outside, I mean Florida, outside of being a mortgage queen, you know, something like that. And if she can start doing her hair consistently one way, confusing me. Anyway, and also BRPS, BRPS title, our national title services provider, as well as legendary title in Florida. Okay, We're here each and every Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, and 8 a.m. Pacific time. You can follow us on Instagram at real.estateu, that's the letter U, estateu, and our podcasts are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google via at Radio the Boss, 91.1 FM. As you know, I'm joined by my good friend, my partner in crime, my nemesis. She has two roles. She's my partner and she's my nemesis, okay? It all depends on what day of the week it is, all right? See, the old me would have said what day of the money it is, but the new me is what day...
4: It's <laughs> <Yes>, very good.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to change my evil ways here, okay? <laughs> and later on the show, we'll be on, uh, joined by our esteemed award-winning real estate broker, Dina Salazar, uh, Platinum One Properties, and the legend in his own mind, and our Texas real estate guru, I mean mortgage guru, Mac Blankenship. Of Guaranteed rate. Now you can just read more about the amazing Platinum One Properties team at Mm PlatinumOneProperties.com So Jennifer, you know we got all this stuff going on today Actually We wish you were here. You was here last year when we had the fundraiser and stuff like now but the whole thing is they done put your picture up on the border and they won't let you in I understand what's going on I tried to get the governor to go ahead and give you a one day pass and he said oh hell no. You know how much hell she raised here last year? No we can't (laughs) back up in here. So (laughs) So I, I tried to help you, okay? Wow. I tried to help you. I had
3: a blast, though. It was an amazing event last year, so I'm sure it will be the same. Yeah,
2: actually, we, we've sold more tickets. We have more money. We. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> this year's uh, recipient is Sleeping Heavenly Peace and, you know, providing uh, bedding for families who can't afford to have bedding or they're sharing beds or sleeping on the floor. I didn't know that was a thing. I had no idea that was a thing. You have a lot of families who are scrunching in beds together, especially when it's cold at night, you know, or sleeping on cold floors. Wow. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you know, there are so many people that are suffering, and they said the proliferation of need grew exponentially because of COVID because people were losing where they were living at.
3: Wow.
2: So they had to bring in all these houses.
3: I can see
2: that. Yeah. You know, and one of the things I found out, I didn't know you could put three high, three bunk bunk bed sets in one bedroom. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen. I'm that. not laughing, but I was like, what? You could put three sets in. That's how tight people, you know, and you have multi-family, multi multi-generational families.
3: We need to take you out. Of, we need to take you out of the country traveling so you can see
2: really. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. Wait, wait, here's, I'm totally good All right, yo, see, Y'all trying to get me to understand Other people's plight I'm not, okay I don't understand right, Not trying no, but, to understand you know, It's not about
3: understanding Maybe feeling grateful for what you have.
2: I am very grateful <laughs>
3: I, I don't
4: have to go there. Yeah, I, don't, I
2: don't need to go there and see how grateful I am. I'm very grateful, right? Like here, like my. Uh, I was talking. to the, I talked to three of my sisters this morning on the way in, right? And you know, my, as you know, my crazy brother is here. God help us all, okay? And you know, you know, God, you know, God help me. I mean, he has epilepsy, okay? So he can't drive. So okay. I'm his personal Uber driver, all right? Oh boy, little brother, can you I'm take me sure here? You're
3: loving that. Little
2: brother, can you take me there? Okay, first of all, I love you, but I don't like you at all. Let's start right there, okay? So, no, I won't drive you everywhere. Then, he had the temerity and audacity to ask me the following question. Hey, can you take a day off of work to take me shopping? Hell no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> is my answer clear? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! I'm gonna take you shopping, stuff like that. So you know, think <laughs> no, <no>, no, no. <laughs> that this is the real estate, real, real estate you show on our uh, Go Live Network. Are you Our uh, you know our goal is to educate, inspire, and motivate. And so class is now in session. So uh, you looking kind of cool. Is that a a, a sweatshirt? Like going running?
3: Yes, like,
2: though. Oh, so you just casual? Is this a casual Saturday?
3: Casual Saturday. Got a lot of things and errands to do. Boys wants to
2: go to the movies, so let's see. Tell your boys to get a job. That's, okay. my, that's my suggestion. You know, Seriously. Yeah, get a job. You want to go to the movies, get a job, all right? <laughs> you, look, you want a hamburger? Get a job. <laughs> what I eat.
3: So I was in the supermarket with them the other day, and uh, Christian was asking for something. Oh, I mean, you need to get a job. The lady next to you just started cracking up. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I Yeah, yeah, Yo, your, your expectations of my checkbook, they are not running parent, They're not running together yet. <laughs> okay, but you know what? You're going to kick out of this, right? Um, you know, we're going to do our thing. Yesterday... All right, we had all the gift bags delivered t- to my office, right? And so our sponsor, uh, Alta Homes and Alta Development, you know, uh, Drew's fiance, they are uh, they're getting married in October, right? So Lori brought the stuff over to the office, right? And so I helped take it out of the car and brought it in and stuff like that. And so I'm looking at all these boxes, and I just said, I just did more manual labor in 15 minutes I've done that in the last 15 months. Normally, I had somebody do this kind of stuff for me. You know, I'm lifting these boxes. And she said, they're not heavy. I said, but if I got to bend over, that's just too much. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Spoiler.
2: (laughs) So she said, yeah, look, I can have. You're missing the point, Lori. Okay. (laughs) You're, You're totally missing the point. I am not dressed to do manual labor. All right, I had my suit and my tie on. I'm trying to get out of there because I was on a mission to get to the to the fish market to get me some fish because I had a taste yesterday. I want to go get me some fish and shrimp, fry them, drown them in hot sauce and rumelot, and French fries with wheat bread and just be happy and drink a beer and go to bed. Okay. <laughs> and she interrupted my day by having me lift boxes. That did too much. <laughs>
5: Yeah, all that,
2: uh, uh, you know, I think I got a pain in my back. Okay. Yes, people, this is E.
3: O. Crane. <laughs> They're real E. O.
0: Crane.
3: <laughs> I
2: don't I, like. I should have had them drop them off at the country <laughs> club. You know? Yeah, let them vote. Because they got people over there working to do that. they could have to all the stuff out of their car and everything. There you go. But see, no. Now you know. They bring them to me. And <laughs> I looked at those boxes. It took me a minute to get myself together. But I looked at those <laughs>
3: He's like, so what are you me to do
2: with it? was yeah, like, exactly. I'm supposed to do that. Oh, he's supposed to drop off? So, oh, I'm supposed to take him out the car? I said, damn, that did too much. So what we going to do, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Come back, we're going to talk all things real estate, new construction, uh, the Florida market, the Texas market, and why I don't do manual labor. I'm E.L. Crane. She is not. This is the Real Estate You Show here each and every Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 a.m. Pacific time. And forgive me, people, but I just don't do manual labor. That's just too much. Okay? Take a break. (laughs) This hour brought to you by My Mortgage, Inc. and BRPS Title.
6: Are you looking for the best mortgage loans available nationwide? Welcome to My Mortgage, Inc. Led by award-winning mortgage expert Jennifer Nina, with expertise in both Florida and Texas markets, and a national team for all your mortgage needs, now you can borrow with confidence. Whether buying, selling, or investing in real estate, you deserve the very best mortgage solutions available, whether it's for new construction, luxury, or an investment property. As a long-time mortgage specialist, Jennifer has built her lender reputation on getting the deal done. And you want to know the best part? By working with Jennifer and My Mortgage, Inc., you gain access to the REU-RMG, an international invitation-only multimedia platform offering exclusive real estate buying and selling resources, business alliances, and so much more. Doesn't get better than that. My Mortgage, Inc., we treat your mortgage like our mortgage. Find out more information
7: at yourmortgagepro.biz today. Hey everyone, my name is Kaylee Heenan with BRPS Title. If you're looking to grow your real estate business this year, BRPS Title is the perfect title partner for you. Give me a call today and ask about our concierge closings, our luxury showcases, and our custom lead generation program, as well as our most exclusive program, the Roundtable Mastermind Group. Give me a call at 832-603-2005.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
2: Okay, we're back, and lovely Jennifer Nina is over there doing something she ain't got no business. Okay? <laughs> 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 that way I'm going with I don't know what the hell is going on over there. But, you know, you're always like, okay, is she getting a drink? Uh, you know, I don't know. No, it's me now for
6: seven. <laughs> okay,
2: now just don't you stick into it. To
6: it?
2: <laughs> okay, now one of the things that has uh, you know uh, rates went out a little bit this this week. Yes,
3: they
2: did. Okay, now I talked to a lender, you know, such as yourself on yesterday morning, and he said something that was quite intriguing to me, and this okay. is what he said: he says refis are not dead, but they are on life support, okay? That is true. But there has been an elevation in refinance cash outs for people to pay down debt because they're paying paying down debt out of fear. He says we're going to have a couple of bumps up, then we're going to have a huge drop down by the end of the year. What do you say?
3: I second that
2: motion. Okay. I, I just, you know, get everybody, oh, rates going to keep going up and up and up. And, but then when you had here, you got it down. So you, you can't stop the momentum of the need for new construction.
3: Well, the other day I heard uh, someone discussing, well, we need to increase interest rate to stop the inflation.
2: That's a crock of crap. How, I mean, explain that to me, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it don't make no sense. Make no that sense. makes no sense
3: whatsoever.
2: Yeah, so it's a dynamic. I, it's 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 manipulation of facts, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a total, because, you know, I was, you know, while I was off there, we was having a conversation about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, and stuff, which I don't deal with anything like. If I can't pick it up and touch it, I'm not interested in it, okay? That's just me. That's my own internal paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I don't do stocks, because having in my background, having worked on the New York Stock Exchange floor, I see how one person can walk in a room and throw the whole Stock Exchange off. It could be one rumor start in the pit, throw the whole Stock Exchange off. So all that means is the capacity to manip- manipulate. That's all it means to me. That's why I've always.
3: Trust me when I tell you, they do exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't
2: know. Give me something you can fold and put in my pocket or something I can put in my pocket that make noise. Other than that, I'm not interested. Cash is king.
3: That's That's right. Cash
2: is still king. Now, (laughs) see, but but here was something that uh, I didn't know on the mortgage side. Uh, You know, I I like to stay abreast of things because, you know, this past week I think I told you I was teaching loan officers this week uh, at the uh, Model Mortgage uh, Annual Roundup, whatever they do it. All loan officers, you know, getting their certification and their licenses renewed. And they had booths there from different lenders and stuff like that because Model is a kind of a brokerage and they have the wholesalers. So I was going down booth to booth, right, and nobody was saying anything different. Nobody was saying anything different.
3: As to, as to what?
2: Non-QM, Govey Loans, right. Jumbo Loans, so like, except one lender okay. was doing something different. And he had the biggest booth and the biggest crowd. And you want to know what he's, he was doing different?
3: What was that?
2: He was creating line of credit options for the brokers i.e., as long as you're servicing, not only, as long as you are paying our rate, you can charge any rate you want. To. i.e., if our rate to you is 2.5 mm-hmm. and you only want to do 2.8 when everybody else is doing 3.5 or 4.5, that's on you. They were letting these brokers who can qualify set their own spread.
3: They, but that, that's they do that
2: to beat the market. But the whole thing is, he was doing it. But you had another eleven or twelve lenders in this marketplace who aren't doing that, and they couldn't understand why everybody was going over there. Oh
5: well, well,
3: right. So as a, as a lender or as a broker, as a you have that the capacity of, uh, you know, your 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 compensation is going to be within the range, right, right, and that can be lower or up. Right. In the good times, you know. Right. You can leverage that. But now interest rates have gone up. So if you don't do that, you will stay definitely out of the market.
2: Right. I was just I was kind of surprised by that because you know, years ago when I had my warehouse line of credit, basically, uh my funding partner always said one and a half minimum above our rate to you. Minimum. You can't go less than one-and-a-half above our rate. It can be more, but it can't be less than – the minimum is one-and-a-half above our rate. So I think now about what this uh, particular company was doing, like, so back then I had one-and-a-half. But I could have beat out so many other entities if I could have just went up a half a point just from a volume perspective. I don't you know. Like I told you all the time, sometimes it's okay to be McDonald's. That's volume. All right. I don't need to be the steakhouse because everybody can't buy steak, but everybody can buy McDonald's. That's right. You know, so as this market is continuing to fluctuate and change, what do you think is necessary from your side to uh, bring a better value to the potential client?
3: Well, we we as lenders, we're going to have to make concessions, right? And actually, I was having a conversation while I was training one of my new loan officers. Right. So we were going through the search, uh, the, the pricing engine. And he was like, open mouth where I had, we were going through a scenario, the lady has a 702 score. Um, she's buying, she wants to buy a second home. And uh, rates were... Five point one two five, and she has to to, to pay about four thousand dollars for that rate. So yes, so and and I I told him I went I I changed the loan from second home to investment to right. primary to FHA, and right. I told him, do you see now? Do you understand? FHA is always going to be your lesser of, no matter what the score is. Right. It's just, it just needs have gone up. So where before. You know, you actually will get credits at a five percent. Now you actually have to pay for that rate. Right. So it's you know it's um it's uh, now I have to have a meetings of the mind because what happens is in situations like this, if you don't lower your margins, you will lose clients, right? Because you're going to be out of competition. Right. You know from others. So you have to make adjustments. But what that means, everybody has to make adjust- adjustments because that means. If branch is making this, and now it has to make this, I can't pay you that. Right. And and our, that's, our contracts are basically renewable every month. Right. So it's those are the adjustments that we have to make.
2: And you know, and uh, as like I said, I still know enough about the mortgage and the banking business to be dangerous. Okay. But uh, but the one thing that doesn't change is the need for creativity. Right. That hasn't changed. Uh, also, a situation now um, finding and mining for business. You know, when I was doing my training the other day uh, with the agents, uh, I mean, with the loan officers, <laughs> I, w- I was being me. Um, and I, I said, you know, and one of my parts of my class I was teaching the other day was <laughs> discrimination. All right. Mm-hmm. But I had a different view of discrimination. See, I said, the sign up on, you know, the screen says racial, you know, gender, sex, sexual orientation. I said, no, nah, that's not my discrimination over there. They said, well, what do you mean? Because it was an interactive class. <laughs> they said, what do you mean? I had 200 people in the room, right? <laughs> they said, so, what do you mean? I said, I discriminate against short people. <laughs> they said, what? Yeah, but you can't do that. I said, it's not up on the wrong. It's not on the screen. So I can discriminate against short people all I want. All right. It don't say nothing about height. And I said, and they said, uh, so I'm I'm giving them the scenarios, right? I said, tell you what, you know those guys that come in and they have the comb over and they're trying to hide the fact that they're going bald? And they said, yeah, I won't get them alone either. (laughs) So I got the whole room, they just losing their mind up in there. So the owner of the company that I'm doing these classes for, you know, Mortgage Education Compliance, he's back there, he just dying laughing. He says, oh, my God, this man is up here losing his mind. So then I said, let me tell you something else. You won't admit it, but I'm going to admit it for you. They said, what is that? I said, good-looking people to the front of the line, ugly people to the back. <laughs> You would rather give a good-looking person a loan rather an ugly person. And you'd rather give a good-looking person a loan even if they got bad credit. They just like. <laughs> you got an ugly person with perfect credit. You don't want to give them a dollar. But, boy, if they good-looking, you try to find a way. <laughs> you
4: trying to find a way to do You're it. trying
2: to find a way to get them approved. <laughs> So I got everybody in the room. So Dave, he's the owner of the company. He's back there. He just got his head on. He just over there. He just laughing, laughing, laughing. And then Andrew, the other the instructor, because three it's three of us, is me, Dave, and Andrew. So Andrew and Dave is back there sitting at each other. They looking at each other. And then they point at me. And like Dave said, stop it. Just stop it. And so I said, and I said, what? I'm telling the truth. All right. Raise your hand if you would rather give a good-looking person a loan versus an ugly person. <laughs> so everybody, <yeah. laughs> so, so they said. So I go into there are other aspects to discriminate. All right. They said. They said. So now it's back. Like, uh, how other ways can you discriminate? You know them people with them uh, little uh, little bitty people cars. You know them little. <laughs> little safe cars whatever they call them he says well everybody can get a big suv they assumed i had one i said well they should (laughs) so so i'm sitting there giving them all kind of new ways i see now i have created an environment for you to legally discriminate against people (laughs)
3: you see things like this is what reminds people in a classroom you know because they associate things exactly now that particular they will remember oh (laughs) he made jokes on this and now i know that you know you 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 teach them the difference in (laughs) i like that
2: (laughs) so when i got through with my session i went back there and dave says you know what uh I love what you're doing. I'm going to let you have your own classes because you don't need to share stage with nobody because coming behind you is just not safe. So Andrew, who was before me, then I came on, and then Andrew came on uh, behind me, and then Dave became on my So Andrew was sandwiched between me and Dave because Dave is a fool too. So Andrew was sandwiched between Dave. So Andrew was trying to make funnies like me, and <laughs> he was like, I-, I don't know what I was thinking because I had said at one point, you have to have the capacity to tell a borrower the following they says what is that get out <laughs> 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 they said that yes if they wasting your mind tell me get out <laughs> you know if they don't like the rate you gave them get out and they was like so the next day when i went back they said you know what i'm going to always remember get out <laughs> So we gonna take a break. Pay some bills. Gonna come back and talk jumbo loans in Florida, jumbo loans in Texas, and we gonna see if Miss Nina has went to court to get me my um, ROTC loan. Pay some bills, Carlos.
3: (laughs) Hi, Jennifer Nina with my ink, and I am your mortgage pro. I'm originally from Dominican Republic, we speak also Spanish. I've been in the business for about 15 years. I am licensed currently in Florida and Texas. The company is licensed in about 28, 29 states. So I can honestly tell you that I serve all types of clients, from the blue collar to luxury homes. I mean, everybody is a client. There's no exceptions to the rule. If you do not qualify, we will help you qualify. My favorite part is having the clients get the satisfaction of their first home and telling them that they're approved and giving them the keys for them to go in their home. That's the most satisfying part about my job. Once again, my name is Jennifer Nina with My Mortgage Pro. Call me now. Have you found yourself thinking, I need
6: to increase my real estate brand value, start overcoming those limiting beliefs and truly grow my business? Well, I have some great news for you. The Real ELC offers elite real estate training for professionals just like you. Whether you're a new agent or a seasoned professional, you can gain access to the wisdom, tips and insights of a team with decades of real estate, business development and marketing experience. And you want to know the best part? By receiving training from The Real ELC, you'll become part of the RMG Collective National Real Estate Marketing Platform. Just visit therealelc.com to start growing your real estate business today.
4: Hi there, I'm Dina Salazar, broker and owner of Platinum One Properties. For the past 20 years, my passion for real estate and strong sense of integrity have been the driving force and key to making real estate dreams come true for our clients. With preferred lenders, builders, and title companies, we are able to provide service beyond your expectations. So if you're in the market to sell, buy, or lease, give us a call today. Platinum One Properties, exceeding expectations and creating the standard in real estate.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
8: Hi, I'm Tish Satello of Globally Tish. I'm the host of the REU Lifestyle segment. Every Saturday, I will be sharing with you everything that's hot in real estate, food, fashion, fun, and travel. I will be going from different locations, showing you where our RMG Collectives have listings. I will be going from place to place, showing you what's hot in real estate, where the best places to eat, the best places to shop, as well as kind of just what's going on in our city. I love everything lifestyle and I want to share everything that's so exciting about this city, other cities in the surrounding areas, as well as nationwide and sometimes internationally. I'm so excited to share all of this hot, new, yummy stuff with you. Join me every Saturday on the RAU Lifestyle segment.
2: Welcome back. Bill's paid, and she's over there doing whatever the hell she's doing. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk jumbo loans in uh, Florida, okay? Uh, Your capacity uh, is up to what loan amount? Jumbo.
3: So Jumbo in-house, we can do up to 1.2 million.
2: And out and basically brokered out, how much?
3: Brokered out, I can do up to 10 million.
2: Okay, so here we have uh, a four and a half million dollar loan. Okay, that's what it's going to take to buy uh, this particular property because you know you're licensed in both Texas and uh, Florida. So we have a four and a half million dollar loan. What's the structure of that loan?
3: So you have a choice of doing one loan. Okay. Um, for that amount, it's usually going to be depending on the credit score. Um, it can be 15 to 20 percent down. Okay. Um, Borrower will have to show uh, tax returns. Uh, you know, income documentation. Okay. They will have to have reserves, and. You know, cash in the bank. So it's not like it's going to be stated or none of that. And those loans, if the borrower is self-employed, they tend to be a little bit um, more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, less loose. So now DTIs are going to be capped probably at 43 45%. Okay.
2: So basically, when you're talking about a jumbo loan of that magnitude, you're talking about $800,000 down. Mm Mm-hmm. You're talking uh, how many months worth of reserves? Uh, six to
3: 12.
2: Six to 12 months worth of reserves. That
3: will vary per lender, yes.
2: Okay. Um, basically, full doc tax returns, you know, DNA, the whole shoot match. Yep. Right. So, but when you're self employed, you know, your goal is to diminish your tax liability. So, how do you offset that?
3: Repeat that question one You know, moment. most
2: people, you know, when you're self-employed, you're looking to not pay Uncle Sam anything. So you're writing off literally everything. So how do you combat that when you have a person who has you the financial capacity?
3: So so you basically, most of those people, so it depends on the, how you incorporate, right? right? You can pay yourself a K-1. You can, it's, okay. it can be an LLC through a S corporation. And you know what? You are going to have to pay the taxes. If you make that money, in order to qualify right it's is is inevitable <laughs> inevitable.
2: Inevitable. <laughs>
3: inevitable.
2: She has her own language, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: So yes, um, I mean it is what it is when it comes to certain things. You know, that's why guidelines are made in place. So it's it, it, let me give you an example. Okay. Um, I have a borrower, um, she's buying a fourplex. Right. So I don't do those a lot. Right. Um, and in going into it, FHA has a, a, a rule that if you're staying in one of the units, you can buy that at 3.5% down. Okay. Now, to my, and I've been in the business for a very long time, but FHA, I don't know if this is something new or it's a stricter guideline now that they have implemented that any any property, three or four units, right. now has to go to this self uh self-stability test. And right. if it doesn't pass, then you cannot buy. Wow! And it has to be with the rent schedules. Now, what the appraisal says is what wins. So in this particular situation, I have a, a, a lease agreement that they've been paying over more than 50% of what the rent schedule says. Right. So I'm trying to find a way or a loophole in the guideline to, hey, I can prove you. <laughs> That these people have been paying this much, and I can also prove you that we have an intent to lease for a corporate lease for twenty five hundred dollars a month. They're only giving them seven hundred dollars, so these are things that you know we have to per lender per guideline. Right. We have to be aware in certain situations in order for us to be creative. Well, we cannot fit it here. Can we fit it here?
2: Right. So and, you know. So in in, in guidelines are like. Compliance, all right? Correct. We'll lend you money if. Exactly. We'll lend you money if you have to do this. And if you don't do this, we're not going to lend you money. But I've always, you know, of course, my history is back in, I'm an 80s banker. That's the best description I can give you of me. So my thought processes are 80s banking, okay? And my mentor in banking, before I became a bank owner myself, he always had a very simple philosophy. If the deal is going to make me money, do the deal. That philosophy has kind of gone away. It's if you can supply this paperwork, we can do the deal. All right? So don't you feel like that's kind of restraining you from being more? um,
3: Yes. Okay. Yes, but again, but again, I have also an understanding that if we don't put regulation into place, we can head for disaster. Not everybody is responsible in borrowing or in lending. That's So, true. you know, we have to, unfortunately, yes, I wish, you know, there's people that say they don't deserve this, you know, it's, and, and sometimes you, you see it, you make judgments. You can tell through a person's bank statement right. how they live their life.
2: Yes, definitely. You, yeah. you
3: can see it, and you can see you can see the responsibility or not.
2: Yeah, see, on my bank statement.
3: two things. Yeah. Sorry. It's, no it's, it's the two things. Either they are going through financial stress. Right. Or they're just plain unresponsible.
2: Let's see, that's true. what I was going to say just did. Financial stress is in the eyes of the beholder, don't you think?
3: Yeah. Well, no necessarily, because, listen. It's not in the eyes of the beholder. If you are handling your finances in a certain way, right. where you're incurring, uh, say NSF fees, okay. two things are either right. you're lack funds and you're struggling, right, or you're responsible. Who will do that?
2: Well, but I'm looking at it this way: um, you eat out too much. Your 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 cost of living is increased because you eat out on a regular basis. And you're spending $2,000 a month on eating out instead of cooking at home, so to speak. You have
3: control over that. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: what I'm saying. You have control. So that's why I say in the eyes of the beholder. So basically, don't judge me. Tell me, hey, you need to cut back on eating out by about $1,500, and then you can buy the home you want to buy. That's why I say by the eyes of the beholder.
3: Well, that is, that is, I think it's a more of a loan officer's job. Okay. That is not more of a lender job.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. So yes, as a, as a salesperson, I want to make the deal done. Right. You know, that's how I get business. So instead of shutting you down, I am going to tell you what you need to do. Right. You know, it's just, okay, you're not, you don't qualify, but why don't you qualify? Right. That's what a lot of people don't do. They don't tell you the why.
2: Right. So that,
3: just, you educate you
2: know. them. You educate them on the why not. Correct. You know, and, and that's kind of funny you brought that up because one of the things that we were doing in the classes the other day, uh uh not I I didn't do it, it was one of the other structures. He asked the following question. Do you ask your clients why? Why this house, why you spent that money? Why is your credit score this low when it should be this high? Why don't you have more money in the bank? Most loan officers, most loan brokers, don't ask why, and because that's why hard they li-
3: questions. Say it again. They are hard questions. Okay. It's, 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 it's an uncomfortable conversation. Right. To the borrower, especially when there's bad credit. Right. And there is also an uncomfortable situation from. Because you don't want to offend, and it's just getting past that. You have to get past that because this is the reality, Mr. Customer. This is what you bring me. What do you want me to do with this? Right. Okay. No offense to you, and I, you know, I, 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 you have to kind of at that point create, uh, remove that that stigma and say, listen, I'm a human too. Right. You know, most of us either we do it out, out of ignorance or because we went through an event. Right. And when you do that, then the person it doesn't it doesn't cringe like you're judging me, and that's that's is is a very a, a sensitive conversation. Yes,
2: yeah, it is touchy. It is touchy. But you know. when
3: you do that, when you do that, you will have the client, right. and you will understand the client.
2: Because me, on me, I um, I don't know if you know, I'm a little difficult to deal with. And no. uh, yeah, I, I I didn't know if you was aware of that. You know, uh, people have been telling me this for years, Not but at I, all. yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, and I don't agree with the assessment of me being difficult at all. Okay, but what I have learned in the last year is my capacity to take advice has actually improved, and because my capacity to take advice, financial advice. Has improved my financial picture and my financial position because I've been shown and taught things in the last year. Had no clue. No clue. So now I literally stalk everything about my finances now. Credit. Okay, no, I can't do that. Before I just be, it was like the wow, wow. <laughs> but when you have people come into your life, to be stern with you educate you and show you the way it'll get you across the finish line into home ownership, loan approvals and securing a better life for you and your family so that's you know, what I personally learned about myself because I was really really cavalier because you know when you have the capacity to go cash and carry you just say, whatever I don't give a damn let <laughs> me go, go buy this over here and I'm done but now You see the need for financial literacy. So we're gonna take a break on that note, come back with Miss Jennifer Nina of My Mortgage Inc. I'm EL Crane, she is not because she don't fix her hair as well as I do. So take a break and pay some bills, (laughs) Carlos.
6: Are you looking for the best mortgage loans available nationwide? Welcome to My Mortgage, Inc. Led by award-winning mortgage expert, Jennifer Nina, with expertise in both Florida and Texas markets, and a national team for all your mortgage needs, now you borrowed confidence. Whether buying, selling, or investing in real estate, you deserve the very best mortgage solutions available, whether it's for new construction, luxury, or an investment property. As a long time mortgage specialist, Jennifer has built her lender reputation on getting the deal done. And you want to know the best part? By working with Jennifer and my You gain access to the REU-RMG, an international invitation-only multimedia platform offering exclusive real estate buying and selling resources, business alliances, and so much more. Doesn't get better than that. My Mortgage, Inc., we treat your mortgage like our mortgage. Find out more information at yourmortgagepro.biz today.
8: Hi, I'm Tish Satello of Globally Tish. I'm the host of the REU Lifestyle segment. Every Saturday, I will be sharing with you everything that's hot in real estate, food, fashion, fun, and travel. I will be going from different locations, showing you where our RMG collectives have listings. I will be going from place to place, showing you what's hot in real estate, where the best places to eat, the best places to shop kind of just what's going on in our city. I love everything lifestyle, and I want to share everything that's so exciting about this city, up cities, in the surrounding areas, as well as nationwide, and sometimes internationally. I'm so excited to share all of this hot, new, yummy stuff with you. Join me every Saturday on the REU Lifestyle segment.
1: Osborne Advisors, the official commercial mortgage company for the Real Estate You Show, Saturdays, 11 a.m. Eastern and 10 a.m. Central on the Global Live Network, www.ruworldwide.com For all your commercial real estate mortgage needs, go to www.rwloan.com for commercial real estate and business loans nationwide, 800-460-9165. That's 800-460-9165.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
2: pay where that woman at <laughs> <laughs>
5: right here, right here.
2: <laughs> okay now you know in a little while we're gonna have trespasses up in here yeah. that'd be Mac Blankenship of guaranteed rate and Dina Salazar our award-winning broker owner of platinum World properties so now in new construction I've been researching your the new construction and your builders associations down there I have one word for your building associate. suck. They're horrible. Okay, yes, they have absolutely nothing going on. There is no consensus building. There is no together. They are horrible. That's.
3: That, the mo- Let me tell you, I wasted money when I joined
2: that because it's totally useless. It's, it's, it's a useless. Uh, and, you're, and you're right because when I joined, I was like, "What? The, that's it?" Because the Nationals dictate your market, whereas here, the lo- local independents, they don't sell as much as the nationals, but they dictate the market.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just like I tell the real all the time, you got to take the wheel back. Quit letting anybody else drive, because as I'm researching that market down there, disgusting is a word for is, the builder right? community. It's disgusting. Um, and it's not even about unity. It's just about access
3: there's no one listen it's, it's very it's to the few i i got the opportunity to attend um uh, the cities have like uh meetings where right. they. the meetings of the mine there were three cats and they've been in the business of the building industry for over 20 years so they are the the ones that govern the market right and they know everybody it's 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 really disgusting yeah it, it, there is no opportunity for that's the word
2: there's no opportunity done. and the independents are swallowed up by yeah. the nationals there because the nationals have the deep pockets to buy up what is available right. to right and, right. which is why you have to go so far out of the south florida market up in the central florida if you truly want to be a profit profitable prosperous builder got
5: it,
3: buddy i was <laughs> like people said so people even with the lending part and the work ethic, listen, I've been to both places right. and I've worked in both places. So I. there's different. Your your agents in Texas are different from the agents here. Oh, God, yes. There's your mentality, there. even the, the photos. I have an investor, you know, and he's looking in both places. He goes, Jennifer, what the hell? I mean, they'll take photos with phone yeah. a phone. Yeah. There's no. The no
2: of, you, right. There's you've no investment.
3: Right. There's no investment. You've seen the, the events. Yeah. I've taken you to several. Exactly. So you know, it's,
2: it's, it's a totally different animal. If you and go
3: to an event with a realtor, it turns out it's always in a bar. So there's really no...
2: There's no connectivity. There's no networking. There's no business building. It's no. all about, you know, she shall, she who shall remain nameless. I Basically... Guess. I never agreed with her positioning, but now that I've seen it,
3: now you understand I
2: now understand it, but it doesn't work for me
3: it doesn't work for me either. it doesn't work for me that's why I stayed out of that And yeah. it's for a new person to come in you know i i I don't want to waste my time if I don't have to in a place where I can do that in my house have children you yes. know? so. If I am not going to have a purpose, I'm just not there to say, look at me. I, I'm not that.
2: No. And it, and it, it, it is really alarming. But, you know, we're doing some things together down there to try to upset the marketplace, to do some things differently. So and we'll continue to take that hammer to that wall, try to break through. But it is just amazing to me that you have such a lack of collaboration, such a lack of participation and nobody wants to upset the status quo. Everybody down there is about how many agents they have, not how many producing agents they have.
3: There you go. So I go like, and I had a conversation with a broker. Oh, we have 300. And how many of those are producing?
2: Thank you. About
3: money? And, and they're Over not doing 20, anything 20, to help
2: 20. them produce. They're not doing anything to help them produce. Nope, which is why people. when we had the conversation about educating and training, that's why, you know, after this... After the fundraiser tonight, I am totally zeroed in on finishing up the luxury realtor training uh, platform and the curriculum because it is utterly ridiculous what is missing. They, the, the marketplace, and this, now, now this is nationwide, the marketplace is, oh, we'll get you a luxury designation, but you're not showing them how to develop luxury okay. business. We'll get you a veteran's designation, but you're not helping them how to develop veteran business. Oh, we have a 100% financing program for doctors and first responders, but you're not showing them how to cultivate relationships with doctors and yeah, first responders. You know. And that's what I'm going to be doing with the Real ELC and the Dual Speaks and working with My Mortgage, Inc. and working with Crazy Man over here, guaranteed rate, because at the end of the day, it is our responsibility to educate loan officers Mm
5: -hmm.
2: real estate agents insurance people financial planners wealth managers because we don't educate them we are going to actually fall back into that trap of oh you're breathing give them a house
3: exactly
2: and we we just can't afford to do that because i'm telling you some of these conversations i'm having with these people they are alarming in what they don't know. They don't know. And people ask me, yeah, you're teaching loan officers now? I say, yeah, I'm gonna have a loan officers RMG program. Why would you do that? Get out, (laughs) okay? I'm in the title business. I'm in the cultivating relationship business via title, realtors, loan officers, builders. Anybody who can be a producer of title insurance is a prospective client. Just like anybody who's interested in buying a home is a prospective client for you. Anybody who's looking to buy or sell a home is a prospective client for Dina. People need to understand: once you get to the education component, that takes care of everything else. But you got to get to the education component.
4: That's
3: right. You People don't understand education. that education. It's they don't. They don't understand the power it has. Once yes. you have it, nobody can take it away from you, and you can go to anywhere, and it will be with you.
2: Exactly. You know, because you know, it, it, it was so funny because uh, the, a lot of people that I know, they're still in the mortgage and lending business. They were in the uh, in the licensing classes, in the class I was teaching when I was acting up just a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they was like, he's still at it. They were really, he's still at it. Because this one couple I know, I've known for years, we're not close, but we know, we know each other, right? And I was talking to the wife. She was in the class, right? And I was messing with her and stuff like that. And I said, you that person. And she says, what? I said, you that person I give a loan to because, see, you good looking. <laughs> All right? And she just started laughing. I said, but there's some ugly people that I've been seeing floating around this building. I wouldn't give them a dollar. So, they <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was, this is what it came down to. When I realized it was her because her husband, he remembered me and stuff like that, and we were talking, and she says, oh, yeah, he saw your business card and my stuff, and he just said, he is insane, but a good insane because his insanity is based on his truth, and his truth is what he's going to give you. He's only going to give you the truth. He's going to make light of things. Like one guy said something to me uh, in the crowd because I was talking about short people. He said, I'm short, and he said something to said see for people like you you know what I say slip and fall so everybody in the room. <laughs> so, so, so Dave the owner he said did he just tell that man to slip and
5: fall
2: <laughs> well yes he did. When did and you know I told the whole group when did honesty become a bad thing honesty should not be a bad thing the truth is not a bad thing and that's the same thing in the lending business Like you, you got to look these people in the eye and tell them, I'm sorry, what you've been doing. Think about it. I did. I was doing it until over the last year, somebody called me out on my crap, who I love them dearly for. You need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and you need to cut this check for A, B, C, D, E, F, G so we can get you back on the right track. There is not a living, breathing soul could have told me that two years ago. Now the person. I, I
3: think that's sometimes you know we want to be so diplomatic with people and we don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, you know, I, I guess I will. You know, somebody's here in this world for something. I'm here to tell you how it is. Yeah. Well. Whether you like it or not.
2: I, I can tell you that this person didn't spare my feelings at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go real clear. Spare my- it's because you have to
3: do that. It's like shaking somebody. Yes. Like, this- and it, it's, too, it's, it's not even like scolding. Is is putting things in perspective.
2: I was shaken out of my financial complacency. I've always been, well, I got the money. What the hell? I'll just go buy it. I didn't, the rest of it would be damn. Or I was like, well, whatever. I was really, really whatever about my financials. Whatever. All right, what you going to do? Put me in jail? That would be my <laughs> <attitude>. <laughs> That would literally be my attitude. What? You going to put me in jail because I want to pay cash for something? You want to put me in jail because I want to talk trash to you because I got cash? You know? It, 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 but that was not financially sound living. That's what I've learned over the last year. My, I, my financial well-being, blessed, to be sure. But it was not one that was going to caretake me. It was going to cause me more pain in the long run than I ever even visualized. And that's what you have to do with your truth. I have to do my truth. We got to look at these people in the eye and say, let me explain something to you, buddy or budette, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't continue to do this way if you want to have the things you want to have. And that's what I pers- that's what I personally learned. So there you go. Even uh, somebody who is flexible and understanding as I am can uh, learn a lesson. (laughs) What you laughing for? He can do it,
3: people. Everybody can do it. (laughs) There you go.
2: So, you know, because, you know, my sweetness is everybody's weakness, okay? So so we're going to take a break, come back. And when we come back, we'll have Mac and Dina. And I don't know if Tish coming here for lifestyle because, you know, she's going to be at the event tonight because, you know, she needs a whole day to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break.
3: Hi, my name is Jennifer Nina with My Mortgage, Inc., and I am your mortgage pro. I'm originally from Dominican Republic. We speak also Spanish. I've been in the business for about 15 years. I am licensed currently in Florida and Texas. The company is licensed in about 28, 29 states. So I can honestly tell you that I serve all types of clients from the blue collar to luxury homes. I mean, everybody is a client. There's no exceptions to the rule. If you qualify, we will help you qualify. My favorite part is having the clients Um, get the satisfaction of their first home and telling them that they're approved and giving them the keys for them to go in their home. That's the most satisfying part about my job. Once again, my name is Jennifer Nina with My Mortgage Call Me Now. Let me ask you
6: something. Are you a real estate professional seeking to grow your business and add greater value to your career? RMG The Collective is the that develops new and seasoned brokers and owners. Have you tried figuring out the best ways to market yourself but just haven't been able to break through yet? You're not alone, but I have good news. RMG The Collective offers training programs to help you master the luxury real estate market, grow your income, boost brand awareness, and develop a truly unique brand to help you get out from the rest. This unparalleled program is endorsed by top luxury brokers and agents nationwide, with 93% of participating agents increasing their income by at least 41%. And you want to know the best part? You can be a member of RMG Collective no matter where you're located. With agents located all over the U.S., you'll be a part of a strong, supportive community, have constant access to RMG's online proprietary program, work one-on-one with your mentor, receive customized feedback on your marketing and business, and finally, watch your luxury real estate take off. Get ready to spend your day helping others achieve their dreams while you achieve yours. RMG The Collective, growth in partnership or email to get started
7: today. Hey everyone, my name is Kaylee Heenan with BRPS Title. If you're looking to grow your real estate business this year, BRPS Title is the perfect title partner for you. Give me a call today and ask about our concierge closings, our luxury showcases, and our custom lead generation program, as well as our most exclusive program, the Roundtable Mastermind Group. Give me a call at 832-603-2005.
4: Hi there, I'm Dina Salazar, broker and owner of Platinum One Properties. For the past 20 years, my passion for real estate and strong sense of integrity have been the driving force and key to making real estate dreams come true for our clients. With preferred lenders, builders, and title companies, we are able to provide service beyond your expectations. So if you're in the market, sell, buy, or lease, give us a call today. Platinum One Properties, exceeding expectations, and creating the standard in real estate.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
6: Let me ask you something, have you been thinking to yourself that it's time to start playing in the real estate big leagues? Welcome to the Real Estate You Show, a weekly nationally syndicated multimedia show designed to empower both buyers and real estate industry professionals by providing tips, insights, and inspiration for all things buying, selling, and investing in real estate. Featuring a team of real estate experts, financial and new construction professionals, and weekly guest entrepreneurs, this fun and entertaining show breaks down all the complex news happening in real estate nationally. And you want to know the best part? Through the Real Estate U Show multimedia platform, you can gain access to the RMG Collective, an exclusive invitation-only real estate professionals group. Doesn't get better than that. Catch the Real Estate U Show weekly at reuworldwide.com, Saturdays Eastern, 10 Central.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
2: Okay, we're back, and uh, I'm joined in the studio by Mac Blankenship of Guaranteed Rate. See how easy and pliable and nice I was. And then I have what did uh, he just call
9: me? What did he just say? Did he
2: Mac Blankenship? Oh, what well, do you thought? He said ply boy, fly boy, pliable, I'm pliable, I'm oh pliable, pliable. pliable. <laughs> okay. And then the love, <laughs> then the lovely and vivacious Purple Rain Dina Ramos salazar
4: Good morning. Good morning.
2: Hi. Guys. And then we got that other person in Florida.
4: How's it going? Hey Jan, how
6: remember?
4: are you? <laughs> good. How are you? How's Has the he been harassing you?
9: <laughs> no. Please don't ask her that.
4: Oh, I always hey. want to know. <gasps> you Sen- know he is harassing me. Oh, poor Jennifer.
9: But weather is good, guys. You
2: guys need to. Oh No, we don't, name it. I'm well, good. Our weather's pretty good today. Though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Today. But it,
9: it, 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 well, you got to kind of carry. Allergy medicine around with you. But huh? our is on <laughs> drugs. That's a different. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it.
2: As you see, dun, dun, we dun, dun, have uh, Mac Blankenship, uh, guaranteed rate. And, then, and we have No City of the Weeks. What? No City of the week. Because this is all about. Sleep in heavenly peace in our fundraiser tonight. Okay.
9: okay cool. We can okay. do that.
2: We can do that. You know, mm-hmm. like. Because uh, you didn't know. I didn't you, know. You want to know why Jennifer can't come? Why? Uh, the governor has her picture posted on all border crossings coming in and cross, and she can't come in. They said she had too much damn fun last year.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, basically, she <laughs> And I missed last year. Yeah, you missed last oh, year. Oh, my goodness. So, Mac's going to take your place this year. No. Uh, depends upon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, so she can't come tonight because she said somebody she have children.
4: Well, that's important. Well, you know.
9: Well, you know. A what, little, a little hamburger helper and pass out the cell phones, man, and you're all good.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like yeah.
2: that.
9: They <laughs> will never know <laughs> they, 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 they will yeah, never they, you're never gone, <laughs> gone, right? Never know, or, never know. Or you know what? You don't even have to do hamburger helper anymore today. You could just order up Grubhub for them. Yes. Put that's it on right. a schedule, and it just shows up at the door. And you be, come go. on, Jen, you, come on. And then
2: everybody got them damn cameras and stuff, so you know yes, what they're doing. Yes so you're feeling that right hey enamored. are you feeling guilty yet there you go so head on to the airport we'll see you tonight yep we'll see you tonight <laughs> we'll see you tonight so no but tonight we're gonna have a big crowd tonight And people are still buying tickets this morning good good um it's gonna be the hors d'oeuvres and the this and the that and Raising money for a sleeping heavenly peace, Latin
9: dancing. No
2: networking, we got DJs, (laughs) we have butler's passing food and drinks. My favorite part of the night. Then we have (laughs) buffets, then we got cigars. Do we have crab cakes?
4: I didn't sit in for cigars last time.
2: They got cigars, you know, you go because a portion, (laughs) but no, you don't have to smoke them, but a portion of the proceeds from the cigars and the bourbon and the whiskey. Goes to sleep in heavenly peace. Oh, so
4: another.
2: I remember another, that they
4: had
3: it like towards the back. Yeah, exactly. All the guys were going back there. Exactly. So
2: now you know. we got to I don't put do it, cigars yeah. and bourbon. No,
9: no. I just, grew up with just you know, buy em and Beer and, and marble. Give them to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> just buy them and give them to somebody <laughs> else. Just <laughs> say <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay,
5: buy them okay. and give them to him. Yeah, yeah. Buy them and give them to somebody
9: else. No, I don't do cigars either.
2: I do uh, the bourbon, damn it. But I ain't gonna do the cigars. But see, the whole thing is, it's uh, all about. And even the the country club is giving a portion of the sales of all alcohol. Are they? Wow, that's great. Yes, so you know we we got all that stuff there. It was so funny yesterday. Um, I don't know who they thought I was yesterday at the office, but I kept getting phone calls. Did they
9: mistake you for someone else? Yeah. Did they? The vendors, all the vendors
2: for tonight's event, Mm, was coming over looking for checks. Oh. (laughs) You're the wrong person for that. You You cash checks. You don't write checks. No, but see, (laughs) RMG got an account, so I kept going upstairs getting new checks. (laughs) Oh
4: my goodness. (laughs) See, I don't
2: have a check. You know, I could have it, but no, I don't, that, that would mean bookkeeping. I don't do bookkeeping. So I just go up there and get That's what I need. That's probably a good thing. No, yeah, totally a good You're thing. Because totally I don't look good in orange because my bookkeeper would probably put me in jail. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can only imagine what that would so be So I like. kept going upstairs. So the lady in the, in the bank, she said, Mr. Crane. I said, what? She said, you've been up here four times. And it could be two more. I'm just saying, you know. Because everybody. And you look wore out. out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, what the
2: hell? You know? And I was like, I'm writing these checks, or I'm ordering these checks, like, this money mine. It's not. This is sponsor money, and this is money that goes to the country club to pay for all the food and alcohol and da 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 da. For a
4: great cause.
2: Yeah, a really, really great cause. Because yeah. I did not know that you had that many families suffering <laughs> by sharing beds or not having beds to sleep in, sleeping on the floor. It's, it's an amazing thing. I just didn't know that.
9: Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about housing and how unaffordable housing is today right but Mm -hmm. then but then you know people clearly have a roof over their head but what does what does that look like and I don't think and I don't think that we have the you know that we don't properly put that into perspective for people that are unfortunately less fortunate than than us and and our we
2: yeah we you know because that person right there with the hoodie thing on she chastised me because she says I take life for granted oh yeah yeah I'm like what is wrong with y'all take life for granted it's not my fault they sleeping on the floor.
3: He should visit out of country more often, so he can see how, how, how grateful he should be for the lifestyle that he. I visit
2: now. out of country all the time. I go from Cyprus to Houston every day.
4: <laughs> 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 <Just> <laughs> well, there's no Why? better way to Why? feel gratitude <laughs> in, 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 than to volunteer. Yes. Um, if for any cause. No, 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 no. Just,
2: I'll give money. I'm not volunteering.
4: I'm saying when you see stuff firsthand, it yeah. opens your eyes. It's
2: yes, different. it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. And, you know, but when they brought this particular charity to the table, I was just floored by people not having somewhere to sleep. Yeah. I, I, I really was. I was just, how do you not have it? If you have a house, don't you have somewhere to sleep? But not necessarily. You have people crowded, families, whole families sleeping in beds together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so this is why... I never
4: even knew they had such a... Uh,
2: exactly. So what you do is you donate monies, and they have
9: volunteers that build bunk beds for the children. Really? Yes. That's cool. Really? really? Yes, they Cause build you know, Yeah. Because I grew up in Trailer Park, right? Yeah. Y'all knew that, right? Yep. Make, make no, I make think no mistake about it. I think it's a fraud, but anyway, yeah. go ahead with your story. No, trust me, trust me, right? <laughs> Barefooted in a trailer park, right? But, right. hey, you know, we were growing up, and there was two bedrooms, three kids. I mean, mom and dad slept definitely. on this yeah, end of it. All the kids yeah. slept over yeah. here, and all in the same bedroom. It's just the way it was. I Yeah, but, you're yeah. Like, but you know, yeah. because... It was normal. I, we didn't, we yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah, anything. Yeah, it normal. Yeah, it was But, normal. you know, my, my,
2: my, my younger brother said something one time, and it just tickled me. He says, we didn't know... We didn't have any. That's right. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't the know the difference, right? And but see, people think because my mom, and my dad, and my stepmom, and my stepdad had businesses, that don't mean you have money. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. That means mm. you working mm-hmm. harder All than working for somebody That's else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They don't understand that. So when you are a child, you don't know what you don't have because mm-hmm. if you have shelter and you're eating every night and you can climb in a bed and da 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 and you're good yeah because you're happy you're good yeah yeah, yeah so it's clearly yeah. yeah and you don't know what you don't, you don't know, know what you don't. Yeah. because but then you, just you don't know when you're a kid you compare yourself because there was a family there uh i don't know if you guys have you ever seen a house tinted where they had to uh fumigate it and uh, yes hmm they now we had no idea that this family was living in infestation oh. fleas, roaches, and rats. Oh, my goodness! Oh, my goodness. We had no idea they were living in infestation because
9: the outside doesn't know what's going on in the inside. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And I can tell you growing up in, in, in not, t- not Louisiana, but actually in Florida, you know, mm-hmm. I remember being in some houses where it was just like. You know, you couldn't actually believe people that really lived there, right? Just and and it was, you know, just um, happened to be, you know, acquaintances of, you know, my extended family. I was a kid, right? Right. But I can still it made that kind of an impression on a five, six-year-old where you're just like, you're just shocked, right? Yeah, you are. My
3: answer to that is, guys, Clorox is 99 cents a bottle, so we don't have to see. You know, (laughs) I I
9: love I love that practicality of that that (laughs) statement. does it come in a spray bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know actually i prefer the wipes to be honest with you right yeah yeah i, got I both. think that's the best invention i got so the spray yeah.
2: bottle the original Clor- uh, clorox and the uh clorox foam yeah. i got all of that yeah i got all of that but yeah. you but like i said that family in my name, we had no idea because they went to school with us every day mm-hmm. they they seemed to be dressed you know Appropriately. appropriately and stuff like that, but you just never know just how know. people are suffering. So we're going to take a break. Come back and talk about more about uh, live, uh, sleep in heavenly peace. Mac is going to go over a new Fannie Mae guidelines that he wrote up last week. I wrote them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, up. He wrote them up. He wrote them up, up. Yeah. up
9: just for the show. Cause him him, I knew we him were city a week There you yeah.
2: <laughs> go. Me and Fanny. Him and Fanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
9: I ain't never. But like I don't hang out with Freddie. Yeah. I prefer. I'm hang a out Freddie fan I'm yeah. a Fanny. I'm a Fanny man.
2: Because Freddie can hold his liquor. Fanny cannot hold her liquor. <laughs> Take a break, face the bills, Carla. <laughs> was bad. This house is brought to you by Platinum One Properties and hashtag mortgage match.
6: mortgage loans available nationwide? Welcome to My Mortgage Inc. Led by award awarding mortgage expert Jennifer Nina, with expertise in both Florida and Texas market, and a national team for all your mortgage needs. Now you can borrow with confidence. Whether buying, selling, or investing in real estate, you deserve the very best mortgage solutions available. Whether it's for new construction, luxury, or an investment property. As a long-time mortgage specialist, Jennifer has built her lender reputation on getting the deal done and you want to know the best part by working with jennifer and my mortgage inc you gain access to the r-u-r-g international invitation only multimedia platform offering exclusive real estate buying and selling resources business alliances and so much more doesn't get better than that my mortgage inc we treat your mortgage like our mortgage Find out more information at
7: yourmortgagepro.biz today. Hey everyone, my name is Kaylee Heenan with BRPS Title. If you're looking to be a real estate business this year, BRPS Title is the perfect title partner for you. Call today and ask about our concierge closings, our luxury showcases, and our custom lead generation program, as well as our most exclusive program, the Roundtable Mastermind Group. Give me a call at eight three two. Zero three
0: two zero zero five. This was a proud sponsor of KNLY ninety one point one FM.
2: Okay, bills are paid. is here. Dean is here. And that fellow over there is here.
9: Ugh. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. The fellow. Yeah. Over there. That fella. That fella. <laughs> that fella. Okay. I, told, I warned y'all, though, about my caffeine in, intoxication. Yes, because morning, basically,
2: right? yeah. Mac decided this morning he wanted not only three cans of caffeine, he wanted a caffeine shot and a caffeine gum. Yeah. So yeah. he got all this and stuff going on. Don't forget on the IV. There. Remember the, the IV? IV? Yeah. Got the yeah. caffeine yeah. IV. Yeah. So. He cannot be held responsible for the stuff that's going to come out of his mouth. Exactly.
4: Exactly. He's out of control, in other words. Totally He's out of control. Totally out of control.
2: Everybody needs to learn how to be calm and understanding like myself. Okay. So this one gets
4: his mimosas on or something during breakfast. This one gets his caffeine on. And between the two of them, I'm going to tell you, all I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how make it.
2: <laughs> We are what you would describe as misunderstood men. There we go. So, Mr. Blankenship. See. Senor, you are bringing forth a new program, or actually, Fannie Mae is bringing forth a new program, and you said guaranteed rates, getting making to make it a standard operating procedures?
9: Yeah, we're going we're to be implementing, you know, Fannie is allowing for the average of the two middle scores. Yes. When making the determination for. Um, a U.S. qualification, right? right? So historically, what we've always done is use the lesser of the two. Yes. Right? Punishing the people. Which can quickly uh, give you a situation where, you know, if the other person doesn't have a score that qualifies but you need their income, then you're at a dead end, potentially at a a dead end. But if you can average those two scores and the average is – equal to, clearly, and or above the minimum requirement, then now we have a potential transaction that might get approved and uh, we can help buy a home. Right. Yeah.
2: So my whole thing is now, Fanny. You know, she's scandalous. Fanny. She's scandalous. Don't be
9: talking about Fanny with me. Anymore. Fanny been scandalous for years. You know? and that's my girl. What are right. you talking about, Fanny? Now, Ford? see, Freddie
2: has always been more flexible. I don't with hang Fanny. out with guys. Don't.
9: Yeah. Me and Freddie don't. We just don't do but that. But
2: see, Fanny won't pick up the tab. Freddie will. So. <laughs> <laughs>
9: no, I pick up the tab for, f- for Fanny. That's exactly what, what I said. You, you Fanny just just gonna it. pick up the tab. Yeah, that's right.
2: Okay, so. Now, is Freddie going to do an average score thing too, you think? You know,
9: I, I've, I've heard rumor that that, you know, and I think what it was is, is just a, a maybe confusion. But at this point, I do not know that um, Freddie has adopted it or is going to. I'm, I'm, clearly, I don't think they've adopted it. Right. I, but, you know, typically they have a tendency to follow suit either um, right after uh, Fannie adopts right. a specific um, – guideline right. but you know I, I heard you mention that y- you heard that freddie was doing it and what i did is i kind of dove into that with my underwriting department and they clearly said no no it's fanny that's that's taking the yeah. average of the two middle schools
2: no, what i was saying was freddie like fanny wants the two years history
9: self-employed freddie would do the one that's all i was talking about so they'll both they'll both do the one right like i have one just recently where they went to the builder and the builder was like, well, you don't qualify for this because... Are you talking about self-employed world? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, yeah. Check it out, right? So, okay. so check it out. So I'm like, well, well, just apply and let's look at it. And they're putting a lot of money down. But, you know, some people just have this, hey, we're, we're not going to go outside of the traditional box, right. which is mm-hmm. two years W-2s, two years tax returns, two months bank statements, you know, and two, 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 and two. Right. right. Well, sometimes if you put enough money down your credit score is high enough, it's one 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 uh-huh. one. But what if you have two ex wives? Then you're out. <laughs> <laughs> then I think it's a fair <laughs> I, I think it's a fair assessment that your middle score is probably low. Right. And you're probably gonna be an O and three on your next marriage. Well, I'm already O
2: and three. I can't get no more O and three than I already am. <laughs> I get, hey, so do I get the lesser two? two? Do, do I get the middle score of the 3XY? <laughs> oh,
9: man. Uh, I knew he was going to take this somewhere where nobody real. could ever man, imagine it have like been taken. No, I'm just saying. Oh,
2: think about it. We need to have flexibility in the marketplace to accommodate special in, individuals such as
9: myself. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think if we begin to put into perspective what's going on in the industry is that, you know, last week we talked about what? The... Medical collections. Yes, July 2022. You know, all three mer- major bureaus are going to begin to strip the medical collections from up to 70 percent of the medical collections that are currently on, that are currently reported on an individual's credit report. A- you know, add to that this type of assessment where, you know, we take the average of two middle scores and right. like here I'm looking at an average. Uh, let's see for the example I have, and it's not on the screen, but there's. Um, 590 and 626. Mm-hmm. Somebody have a calculator, real quick. Oh, no, I, I have it on the
2: FICO. Uh, 590 now. plus. Yeah, six, 590, 619, uh, 661, 693. Divided by So two. the average score is going to be 656 between the two. Okay, there okay. you go. So it's allowing for a greater flexibility, but if they went the other way, it would have been the average score of 608, and then they don't qualify. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now this is what when I was teaching the LO's the other day at the in MLS whatever class. All right. Um, now you can't place medical collections on the credit report until they're six months old.
9: Twelve months old. Is Which, what we're transitioning to.
2: Okay, well I'm saying right now it's right six, now six months. Six, old. Months. It's six right. months Six old. months old. So you got six months old, you can't so my whole thing is you have an opportunity to pay the medical debt within that six months or have a payment plan mm-hmm. for that six-month period so it never arrives at that destination of being right. on your credit report. Okay? So I think that goes back to something you know, in the first hour, Jennifer, as I was talking about, the education component. Nobody's educating the borrower. You know, the why? Why aren't you paying your medical bill? Why are you? Why did you go buy that car? Why? 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 Why?
9: Why? Well, you know, it's clearly it's not because you know to some degree it's it, I got to believe it's not because the information's not out there. Oh it no, just, I know it's, it's out just, there. It just we we just don't endeavor to 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 figure out the but facts this was my associated cla- this with was the this, issue.
2: This was the part of my class the other day. My portion I was teaching uh, discrimination, fair credit understanding your credit like the whole right now, you know, course credit karma is a joke. Yes, I said that out loud. It is. But credit karma, you can still get the free credit karma report up to April twenty second, blah 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 blah. But, but, but you know what it,
9: but you know what I think credit karma does do though is it does give people some sort of indicator at least that hey their score's going up or score's going down. Someday. Okay, that could
2: you but now right. here you have the other component that we was doing in my in, in my session the other day. Why are they trying to utilize vantage FICO Advantage FICO is not applicable to any. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know I, <laughs>
4: So which one do you recommend people to use?
2: No, no. Basically, go with the standard TransUnion experience. Oh,
4: directly to the source.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that ad- Advantage FICO, that's just another level
9: of review. It's just a different algorithm that they do have to pay FICO for. It's another level of review
2: that exactly.
9: They don't want to pay FICO for the original algorithm that was developed 30 years ago that we used before legislation came out that said, because you know, it, when credit scores first came out, we weren't allowed to release them to right. the consumer. Well, right? yeah, we weren't. the consumer
2: has to go and get them. Right? Well, right. well,
9: now we're required to release them to the consumer, and it's because of legislation in the 90s that – came out and said, hey, people have a right to their credit score. And FICO's like, hey, but we pr- own this trademark to this algorithm. So we and and so clearly they were overridden by the federal government. So now I have to we give them the the credit scores as part of the disclosure process. But see here the was though. The, but you're this missing a point. point. What was Vantage born out of that
2: is been purchased by Experian. Okay. Okay. So basically Experian said I'm gonna control this environment over here because the Vantage FICO is inconsequential at the end of the day. That's what I'm talking about right there.
9: Well, that doesn't mean at some point in the future it couldn't become consequential. Then you gotta have TransUnion buy into it and Equifax buy into it. But the it. point I'm making is that that legislation that required us to disclose credit scores and give people an opportunity for, to, 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 to pay for their individual credit scores online born out of that was a multitude of different algorithms disguised as credit scoring models but they're not the original FICO model. But
2: see and then but see on the flip side of that and uh is there is a FICO mortgage model, there's a FICO auto model, mm-hmm. there's a FICO credit card model. And see people don't understand actually when you're buying a loan, I mean when you're trying to get a loan, this is a FICO mortgage model.
9: Yes. So and it basically is it's, not gonna,
2: it, right, and it's not going to be the same as it's Credit not. Karma and all the rest. It's just not going to be you the for same. Thank
4: bringing that up because so many clients are shocked. Once they go and visit the lender and apply, mm-hmm. they're like, I just don't know why. I mean, uh, then re- they refer back to the Credit Karma or mm-hmm. whatever, the, you know, thing they're involved in where they, they thought their score was uh, very high. No. You
9: know, and I can tell you just from experience that, you know, if you go out there and you try to get a free copy of your credit report and then you try to get a credit score, you know, what you end up doing is signing up for a monthly subscription to all three credit bureaus. So it's like, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, this is not what I want. What I want is a copy of my credit score. Yeah. And 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 the best way I think to do that is I did what I do, do what I did. I went and applied with a buddy who's in the mortgage business. and Said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm going to fill out this application. Give me my credit scores because I'm thinking about getting a loan."
2: Yeah, and so we, but see, it comes back to the education. Now, see, Dina and Jennifer are sitting over there trying to care about people. Okay, I'm only addressing them to check clear. Okay, so but you got to educate these people so I can get my check to clear. I'm just saying.
4: yeah, so that's why he he seems like he's playing nice right now, but it's all all about him.
2: Yes, <laughs> and the sooner you people embrace that, the better off you're gonna be, damn. It.
4: Absolutely, let's all get with, with Jen or Mac and get that credit score looked at and yes! see what's going on.
2: Because think about it, you can't. Purchase a home, even though they're getting a little more flexible in the marketplace, unless your credit score is sufficient. So if your credit score and your history is sufficient and proficient, and stuff like that. Like we was, I was saying earlier, over the last year,
5: yeah,
2: because somebody had the audacity to get in my face and tell me how reckless I was financially. I have made a-
9: It had to be one of your sisters.
2: Concerted effort- It was. To be a better person financially, because my world was, hey, pay cash, let's go. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I was, I was never really aligned with my credit. You know, it was there, but what the hell? Pay cash. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm finding out that it wasn't about me paying cash, it was me not being smart financially. With your credit. It was, mm-hmm. Not just the credit, just in general. You know, because, you know, because uh, my thing was how many suits and watches I could buy this month. That was my. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs>
4: but, you know, what? it's crazy because um, when you don't know a lot about the good reports and how the yeah. algorithms and all that stuff yeah. work, you know, I may have paid off a credit card, and then, then all of a sudden I get an alert that my score has dropped or cash what so have that was cash. Or, you know anyway, so I'm like, yeah. what happened? you know and then you they said, well, you know, don't pay the whole thing off, you got to leave a little bit right. and mm-hmm. you're kind of paying I'm like, oh my God,
2: mm-hmm. and, and, and it's true before we go to break, one of my credit cards sent me a a, a text, yeah It said your credit score went up because your uh, revolving credit card line went down below a per certain, per certain percentage. percentage. I'm like, huh? Huh? I, th- I always felt like, hell, if I don't owe the whole thing, I'm good.
4: Yes, <laughs> yes. It's confusing. It's totally
2: confusing. Yeah. So we're going to take a break, and then Mac is going to educate us on credit because, trust me, he got something to say. Okay? He got always got something to say. Exactly, like, you he know, just, can't help himself. Yeah, but rag, that's why you have me on the show. He's the Macapedia. Well, shut Mac-a- up. up, Macapedia. So we're gonna come back with Macapedia and the lovely and vivacious, and always on the make, Dina Ramos Salzar. <laughs> <laughs>
6: to increase my real estate brand value start overcoming those limiting beliefs and truly grow my business well I have some great news for you the real ELC offers elite real estate training for professionals just like you Whether you're a new agent or a seasoned professional, you can gain access to the wisdom, tips, and insights of a team with decades of real estate, business development, and marketing experience. And you want to know the best part? By receiving training from The Real ELC, you'll become part of the RMG Collective National Real Estate Marketing Platform. Just visit therealelc.com to start growing your real estate business today.
4: Hi there, I'm Dina Salazar, broker and owner of Platinum One Properties. For the past 20 years, my passion for real estate and strong sense of integrity have been the driving force and key to making real estate dreams come true for our clients. With preferred lenders, builders, and title companies, we are able to provide service beyond your expectations. So if you're in the market to sell, buy, or lease, give us a call today. Platinum One properties, exceeding expectations, and creating the standard in real estate.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.
8: Hi, I'm Tish Satello of Globally Tish. I'm the host of the REU Lifestyle segment. Every Saturday, I will be sharing with you everything that's hot in real estate, food, fashion, fun, and travel. I will be going from different locations, showing you where our RMG collectives have listings. I will be going from place to place, showing you what's hot in real estate, where the best places to eat, the best places to shop, as well as kind of just what's going on in our city. I love everything lifestyle, and I want to share everything that's so exciting about this city, other cities in the surrounding areas, as well as nationwide, and sometimes internationally. I'm so excited to share all of this hot, new, yummy stuff with you. Join me every Saturday on the REU Lifestyle segment.
2: Okay, we're back, and Mac just uh, gave me some insight on how crooked a loan officer is.
9: (laughs) (laughs) No. That's really not true.
4: (laughs) <laughs> no, you heard, no. What is a good down payment for a self-employed person to only go back <laughs> one year?
9: You know, I, I, it, credit score drives that as well, but clearly, twenty percent usually is is Submission. a deciding factor. But the key to it is they need to be you, you need to be able to to verify they've been self-employed for what five years, right, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, five uh, years.
3: The corporation mm-hmm. has to be established for five years.
9: And five. so, in my instance, um, I use just a letter from the CPA. Mm. Okay, now. Uh, in all seriousness, uh,
2: Mac was saying something about charge-offs, how you can... Collections and charge-offs. Collections and charge-offs. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question, and this is a question for both you and Jennifer. If you have a collection item that's been placed on the credit report by the collection agency, but it was charged off by the original creditor, th- does that still work the same way?
9: Ask me that again.
2: Okay. Most of the time, the collection agency is the one puts it on the credit report. Right. But... For the collection agency to get it, wasn't it charged off by the original creditor?
9: No, not
2: necessarily. Not necessarily?
3: Uh-uh. Sometimes, but not necessarily. They may sell the collection before it's charged.
2: Yeah. Out. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So that—that's. I always assume that the collection item has been charged off by the creditor.
9: Yes, but no, but not that's not always creditors. the case. Okay. No. no. Uh, it, it, you Go know, ahead, Jennifer.
3: I said that not necessarily is the case. So you can have the original creditor in collection, and then they sell that collection to the credit agency. You have to remember, a credit always runs behind. So Mm -hmm. they may report one, and and for you to verify that information, it it can take, unless the consumer doesn't realize and and, uh, rebuttals it, then it's going to be there.
2: Well, how can you sell off my debt? if it's not charged off? You can sell rocks well, in America yeah. I know, I, I know, but I, I'm, 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 I'm asking a question to explain it. Yeah. How can you sell off debt that has not been charged off? But, well, I, I, I just answered in my wow. head. Because the creditor still wants he, he, to get paid on it.
3: He still wants to get, he still co- wants he, to get paid he on it. wants to get collection. It. There's some points yeah. that, okay, it becomes charged off of their books. They, but it's But the gone. collection is still there. They still sell that for pennies. Yeah. And the collectors start to try to make money by by selling it for more or getting more from the. Company.
2: Now, do you now do, can say you have a charge off? Because I used to buy charge off debt myself. Say you have a charge off. Um, can a charge off be reestablished as a new debt with by a collection agency? No, it can't. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. No. Okay. So how is it that people have all these collection items?
4: for like ever. Forever,
2: well, probably yeah. because because haven't they probably because they been updated. S- because they begin cycling they through. Keep cycling they keep cycling through. through.
4: Yeah. I used to buy, to I see? used
2: to buy third generation I, debt. I used to buy. One three. That that.
9: Yeah. yeah, but it can only be reported for seven years, and then you can. Well, well what I'm do, just it. saying, I used to buy third generation debt. Okay. And for
2: five cents, five five ten cents on a dollar, and it wasn't hugely collectible, but you could make a little dollars on it based out of fear and stuff like that, but there are still generational debt buyers who are buying debt that's two, three, four generations old. Mm -hmm. And I guess if it's in that seven year window, because here's how it works. I'll buy it for 70 cents, but I'll sell it to you for 72 cents. And then I'll sell it to her for 74 cents. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's generational. It's, it's going through multiple generations. So my whole thing is when it comes to educating these buyers or even your buyers that Dina might have who has that generational debt on their credit report, how do you help them to get them approved so she can go ahead and buy them a house, find them a house?
3: They literally have to go to credit establishers, companies, they're out there, and get those items removed. I mean, they have ways to do them. Uh, You know, they have... uh, just like I, I know my guidelines, they know those guidelines, and they're okay. able
9: to fight those with the bureau. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Credit okay. restoration companies are just good at credit restoration, okay. right? and we're we're not credit restorators. You know, okay. we're just not.
2: Well, so so if you're not credit restoration, what is the what, what
9: is the rapid rescore? Isn't that credit restoration to, for uh, over a thirty day period? But we're talking. Some people just need long term. Oh, okay. um right. uh, c- Credit restoration, right? We we can analyze it over a thirty day period and say, hey, you pay this down to a certain level, then you know, then, then your your credit score is likely to go up to this amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've done that. I, you know, but a couple of things I think are important too, though, is, is talk about collections versus charge-offs, right? right? So you're talking about reestablishing charge-offs and or getting rid of charge-offs. And right. like I shared with you, the example that I had, right. I, and I closed yesterday and every, nobody really took the time to read the credit report. Right. and, and and, and she had substantial collections, right. right? But I read the trade lines and the individual <clears throat> trade lines. I'm looking at this is pretty old. So All I right. just called the credit agency that I use and said, look, and I told the buyer, look, you, we're going to do conference call tomorrow. Here's the number. Here's the order. Call right. them tomorrow, and you're going to conference these two creditors, and we're going to see if these are collections or charge-offs. Okay, okay. And they were charge-offs. And so F- FHA says, hey, if it's charged off, don't exist move on wow. okay now, conventional
3: so, says if it, if, the, if the charge off is less than five thousand dollars you write it off if it's more it needs to be paid before or during um, uh, the closing so what happens is in a, I have a lady like that in a situation like that we go in what ifs. so well ma'am if you want to do this you're gonna have to negotiate this debt right now I can pass the you by excluding that and making a note to the underwriter. That we're gonna pay that while you make a negotiation with them you give me the letter of settlement and then we'll pay that lesser amount but you have to do that all consequently until closing
2: okay. Now, so see here's my thing right now you know everybody you know, every week I'm seeing you know contract pending contract pending contract pending okay this question is for Dina. on every listing, mo- yeah, the- every, <laughs> listing. every listing. every mm-hmm. list
9: so now
2: I've gone up each week to a different number my contract pending number this week is 1.1. 1. 1. $1. $1. 1.1 $1 million dollars. Contract pending contract pending. pending,
9: contract pending. Everything's pending, contract
2: pending. Everything's contract pending. I've seen transactions. We have some in the office right now. They haven't even finished, Dina's profession, real estate professional, they haven't even finished getting the MLS number and they've gotten 15 off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they haven't got the, the, the MLS number assigned, uh, and they're getting all these offers. Well, you
4: know what's crazy is that uh, when you have a an affordable home on the market yeah. that looks good, yeah. you have, you know, 10 offers or more, and your phone is ringing yes. nonstop Stop. that whole first <clears throat> week you have it listed. And <clears throat> agents become angry. Why didn't you call me and tell me? <laughs> that you know give me an opportunity, you know, to adjust our offer or what have you. But sometimes you, there's so many hundreds of calls that all we can do is put on the agent remarks that we have multiple offers right. now. Please present your highest and best by X, XYZ time and day. And if you don't keep up with that listing and you got to look for it because it's just I mean, you feel bad as a listing agent but that's not your only client. Right. And, you know,
2: you can not. No kidding. Right? But you want to know something I found out this week, which it made me laugh, which lots of things make me laugh, but this is what made me laugh. Some of those uh, houses that you like, you know, nice house and a, that affordable price point, under $500,000. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The agents are still doing open houses and they already got a contract pending or an agreement for an executed contract because they're utilizing that to get more, more customers. Leads,
4: that's right. <laughs> like, or backup offers. Or backup offers. Because of anything can happen. Yes. Um, you know, and all these people that put offers initially, they're gonna go on and try to get their house on the next deal, yeah. on the next deal, and so in a period of two weeks or two and a half weeks. You know, somebody can lose their financing, their job, or whatever. Right. And um, then the, re- the listing agent is essentially going back, calling everybody, and most of those people have moved on. Right. So you have to start over.
2: And and, and, uh, and I'm just, because I'm looking at you, because we've got these people coming in and op- the office with the closings and stuff like that. And I'm always taking the realtor aside and asking questions about how did they get this sold, how did they get this listing, how long was it on the market, so forth and so on. In the last week, I have not talked to one agent that the house was on the market more than nine
9: days. Yeah.
2: Not one. Not one. Not one. Not one. And we've had over 35 <laughs> closings in the last
9: week. Yeah. Not one was over nine days. You know, and you know, I think <clears throat> that one of the drivers for that was the Great Recession. You know, I saw a really interesting, it's going to be on 60 Minutes this weekend, and um, And and they're, they talk about the Great Recession and how basically because of the Great Recession, which lasted for years, we just quit building Yes. We just quit building. No,
2: that was on sixty minutes last Sunday. Okay, last Sunday. Yeah, I, know, okay. I watched it yeah. last Sunday.
9: Yeah, we, we just quit building, right? Yeah. And then and then but add to that the thing that the point that they were making on the show was that thirty percent of the buyers today are what? I've talked about it before. What what are they? Institutional investors.
0: Oh yeah, buying a Buying right? They're buying
9: competing with American families that and one guy would traditionally there. starter homes and, and they're and they're pushing those prices up and and and, and it's it's not competitive. It's not competitive. No. Hold that thought because
2: there's something I was at a meeting the other day uh, I'll share. Take a break. Pay some bills because I want to stay on that, on who people are competing at. (laughs) Exactly. Buy-wise. Okay. Mm -hmm.
6: Are you looking for the best mortgage loans available nationwide? Welcome to My Mortgage, Inc., Led by award-winning mortgage expert Jennifer Nina, with expertise in both Florida and Texas market, and a national team for all your mortgage needs, now you can borrow with confidence. Whether buying, selling, or investing in real estate, you deserve the very best mortgage solutions available, whether it's for new construction, luxury, or an investment property. As a long-time mortgage specialist, Jennifer has built her lender reputation on getting the deal done. And want to know the best part? By working with Jennifer and my team, you gain access to the REU RMG, an international invitation-only multimedia platform offering exclusive real estate and resources, business alliances, and so much more. Does it get better than that? My Mortgage Inc. We treat your mortgage like our mortgage. Find out more information at yourmortgagepro.biz today.
8: Hi, I'm Tish Satello of Globally Tish. I'm the host of the REU Lifestyle segment. Every Saturday, I will be sharing with you everything that's hot in real estate, food, fashion, fun, and travel. I will be going from different locations, showing you where our RMG collectives have listings. I will be going from place to place, showing you what's hot in real estate, where the best place to eat, the best place to shop, as well as 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 kind of just what's going on in our city. I love everything lifestyle, and I want to share everything that's so exciting about this city, other cities in the surrounding areas, as well as nationwide, and sometimes internationally. I'm so excited to share all this hot, new, yummy stuff with you. Join me every Saturday on the REU Lifestyle session.
1: Advisors, the official commercial mortgage company for the Real Estate You Show. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Eastern and 10 a.m. Central on the Global Live Network, www.ruworldwide.com. For all your commercial real estate mortgage needs, go to www.ruloan.com for both commercial real estate and business loans nationwide. 800 460 965. That's 800 460 965. Nine, one, six, five.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM. Hi,
6: I'm Naomi, founder of Butler Media, a digital marketing and graphic design agency. We're built for small business owners who want pro marketing that gives them an edge. Reaching the right customer with the right message at the right time is the lifeblood of any successful business. Specialized in design, development, and implementation proven online marketing strategies in order to grow your business whatever you need we can help your business find success in today's competitive marketplace. media start here go anywhere
0: this was a proud sponsor of knly 91.1 fm This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1F.
2: Okay, I'm E.L. Crane. This is the Real Estate You Show here each and every Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm joined by Jennifer Nina of My Mortgage, Inc., Dina Ramo-Salazar of Platinum One Properties, and him, Macapedia, Mac Blankenship of guaranteed rate. The because, yeah, checker. He's yes, right. Mac Checker. He didn't get the Mac Check me today because this is about next week. Next week he'll be mm-hmm. Mac Checking me again. Now, we were talking about institutional investors, buying up properties, but before you finish that, Mac, from the show last week, I was at an event the other day, Think Realty, and this event was all investor-related lenders. No traditional lenders were in there. All investor-related lenders. But one lender stood out to me, and he's in Jennifer's neck of the woods, okay? He's in South Florida. He's in uh, uh, Plantation. He's in Plantation, Florida, Okay. okay? This is his gig, right? And the president is sitting right there. President owner sitting right there and there's two loan officers right here. His investors, I mean, he supplies funds to build to rent. That is it. Build to rent. That is his whole program. I said, you are giving money, providing resources for people to build to rent. I said, so one house? No, oh, no, 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 no. Minimum sixteen units. Wow. Build to rent. Mm-hmm. We are financing build to rent. We're not financing build to sell. We're financing
9: build to hold at, at a level that we've never seen before. I asked him, how many units have you done in the last year? It, it's a complete disruptor. Go ahead, and tell me. Thirty-seven hundred
2: units. Absolutely. Wow. In yep. the last year, he's funded build to rent thirty-seven hundred units. In South Florida. Mm-hmm. Wow. In South Florida. I said, what kind of rents are the, uh, your investors are getting? He says, our 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 investors are getting average rents in South Florida, $2,300 a month mm-hmm. for less than 1,400 square feet. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And their return on investment, 29%. And they are projecting in South Florida with mm-hmm. this program because they're trying to bring it to Texas. That that the rents are going to grow
9: by an average of twenty two percent a year, and they grew wow. in South Florida last year forty percent. There you go, rental increases. Yeah, that's rental, amazing. Rental yeah. increases yeah. in the Miami area 2022, twenty twenty yeah. two or twenty
2: twenty one was forty percent. Yeah, so but he's just saying over the next mm-hmm. they know, that's a minimum. Yeah, minimum. The minimum twenty two percent. That means you could be in a roach a roach invested hovel and you're going to get a rent increase
5: think about that that's, for a second yeah, that's true to
2: keep just having somewhere to live yes you're going to get a minimum of 22 percent rent increase think about that family i explained i grew up
9: with if that was going on yes then oh my lord mm mm-hmm. They've been pushed out of their house. They've been pushed out of their and house, I, and I think people are getting pushed out of their house. Oh yeah, they're I, definitely getting pushed yeah, out. They're yeah. definitely getting pushed yeah. out. And, and you know, and I think that's why the concept of multi-generational has become such a big idea, right? But I, and and that's why we're doing the charity event this evening. Yeah, it's exactly. because you have yes. families living with families they're who are living with families, yeah. just because they have got to keep a roof over if their head. And people
4: have lost their jobs and they can't find work or whatever, yeah. You know, it's just well, work a
9: is readily available. You know what? And, and, and I think not co- real work. Yeah. Well, you, you, that's right. How do you define that? And, and what does it pay? <laughs> yeah. And how is it relative to right. to affording a, a roof over your head, well, it's food, really hey, especially car, with small insurance, children
4: and, and needing daycare and stuff like that, too? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a lot of variables. There's a lot, lot of variables. Yeah. I
2: talked to a, a young lady. She's blessed because she's a female builder. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation about why she's not charging as much for her homes as everybody else is, the escalating in cost. She says, E.L., as long as I have profit, I can be happy with that. But if you notice, E.L., you don't see women in here with husbands. These are single moms I'm selling to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These are single moms I'm selling to. And
9: I think that's such a relevant point is that the institutional investors that are going out there building and turning around and renting they're not looking at the people aspect associated with home ownership. they're looking at the profit capacity associated with it and you know and a, a really similar situation I'm doing a DSCR transaction right now mm-hmm. my DSCR is 0.75 <laughs> and it could quick easily be 1.25 based upon current mal- value right. current yeah. rental values right. and I'm asking my my elderly Owner who owns rental property around the country, I'm right. like, well, why, why, you know, this is this is a challenge. Why, why are we? Really, well, they're good tenants, man. Yes,
2: <laughs> but that's and I, rare. You know what?
9: And I'm not going to argue with her. It's about rare. That. I'm not. It's rare, though. But she's not an institutional investor. Making those decisions based upon the profit and loss for the year, based upon the market analysis, and said, hey, we're just going to have an arbitrary increase on a quarterly basis because for every every lease that expires, 10%, just because we can.
2: That guy that was on 60 Minutes last year, I
9: mean last week, when I
2: was looking at that segment, I'm not sure, but I saw horns, okay?
9: You know, I did too. (laughs)
2: I,
5: you okay. know, I, we're I'm laughing at sure.
9: him. We're laughing at him, but I saw the same see, thing in no, the exactly. way that he was Exactly. and the way that he justifies. Well, you know, uh, um, young Americans today they they don't want to be they don't want to be tied, tied down. down.
2: I'm like,
9: you're full of yeah. I'm Can telling I Say it. Can that, I say
4: yeah, it? Yes. Go ahead. Say yeah. it, Mac. Yeah,
9: it's
2: just, it was <laughs> it was so. And I wanted to just slap it, him upside
9: the head. Did you? I did. Yeah, it
2: was, I did. It was so infuriating. Oh, to Hear so his angry. justifications. His just—it was like he had a litany of justifications on the why. He could have just said, "Hey, it's because it makes me rich." Yes, I would have felt better with that. I, you know, my whole thing was, why don't you just say, "I'm a greedy bastard"? That's
9: right. <laughs> <laughs> that, at least that would have been the truth, right? Because yes. I hate narratives. Exactly, hate them. He and it was just a spent. narrative that he was creating he to justify his existence. And that, the, and that of the investor of his, I his investors. Spend. I don't It need was spend. all spin. It was all spin. It was all spin. Okay, so
4: we. I can tell you what about these two guys. They might not get along, but they do agree on one thing, uh-huh. the truth.
5: <laughs> they, they stand
4: by it, and this is why, you know, we're all such good friends, because E.L., for sure, he's not going to hold him back. He will call you out. In a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> and make you,
9: t- make you turn <laughs> red. you turn red. <laughs> is this microphone. Yes.
4: Mac will hold it in, but he'll be mad as hell.
9: <laughs> this is true, people. I'll text him later. Yeah. I'm going to let him have it.
4: Yeah. Send a really Wait, long email.
2: Yes, because, and I'm, you know, like, there are a couple, like, I met, uh, you know, one of the more uh, prominent hard money lenders at this event the other day, right? Okay. And he says, yeah, I want to have lunch with you. And I'm like, I don't know. I literally said, I said, and I always look at opportunities. Remember me, check clear? But it was just, you ever had a conversation with somebody? You say, okay, I need to go take a shower. This <laughs> is, that's the conversation I had with this guy. Yeah. He was doing this, 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 and his conversation It left grime on me Mm
5: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: in regard to what he is anticipating, you know, happening in the market for investors who are doing fix and flips to gouge the buyer, for investors who want to do multifamily construction to gouge the renters. Right. And he was, this was normally in the past, these were sidebar conversations. This was a conversation that everybody that was standing there could hear. Mm.
9: You know, I, I, think another, I think another relevant issue associated with housing in America today is the housing departments around the country, in the states, right? They're That, horrible. Are, they're, they're, that are funded by the uh, federal government, by and large, plus I, I would assume that there's some local taxes. And, and, but they used Miami as an example, and they went in and they discovered that there were developers in the Miami area that were, quote, building affordable housing. Right. But it wasn't wasn't really? affordable. It wasn't even close. And then the markup associated between the middleman and the actual builder was 30 or 40 percent, to the where they, they came to the conclusion that what they were doing is they were ripping off the federal government. They were rip, ripping off the state housing Stages. departments. Stages. And, 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 and Stages. De- and the state housing departments were completely unaware of it. And, and what happened is the, the state or the. Um, They're
5: not unaware. They get paid.
9: <laughs> well you know maybe may, 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 yeah. maybe maybe they do <laughs> but you, they Jennifer. they interviewed they interviewed the state the person that was in charge of this the you know the state housing department i think for 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 the local community and he's like he was completely unaware that this developer had been brought up on charges federal charges and convicted of fraud defrauding the housing department
2: But see know. but now but now rush right here here in Houston, remember we had uh, last two years ago, three years ago, pre-COVID, where they shut down the housing department yeah. for, for the grants and stuff like that? What nobody knows that came out of it, because one of the ladies that's an RMG, she kind of enlightened, she says because of graft in the housing department, because some of the people in the hierarchy were taking funds and purchasing... <laughs> Rental
9: properties with those funds. Sure, sure. And, and you know what? Here's a real major issue. If you look at the housing department and the budgets associated with those housing departments on both a federal and a state level, right? It's grown exponentially. That's right. Right? But you know, the number, the of, units has the number right. of units the hasn't. The it. number no. of units hasn't. It's decreased substantially over the decades. And it's because you, it's called, I guess, Maybe some free markets are just way too free for some people, yeah. and they have a tendency to just take the money and think it's free, and it's not.
2: Okay, now, I'll tell you, now this is what's going on in my home state, because my home state has a huge housing problem because of cost, California. Right. But what they're doing now, they're doing zero lot line approvals, putting 16 units on each one, uh, three-quarter acre. Wow. Everything is up. Okay. Everything yeah. is up. Everything I, I, is up. I like it. Right? All right. So now they've in one community just outside of Los Angeles, but in Los Angeles County, yeah. mm-hmm, you can get a twelve hundred square foot apartment in this uh bundle okay. for two thousand dollars a month in Los Angeles. Wow. Okay? <laughs> yep. Los, unheard of. And, yep.
4: unheard, yeah. Yeah. Unheard, unheard of. Right.
9: Right. Unheard of. That's out. what
4: they were charging for the tent pe- the people, exactly. tents on the tents and the yeah. Uh, we at need some to get time. our
9: we need to get our Instagram friends from California. Yeah, because uh, what it is, fine. and what
2: you want to know what's what's uh, creating that dynamic? What's that? More housing allowability because people don't understand Los Angeles, San Diego, and San Francisco are all landlocked. They're all All landlocked. landlocked. They're all landlocked.
9: By the by the mountains. And in the water.
2: Mm -hmm. That's right. They're all landlocked. So by doing it this way and bundling, look, we're giving you housing. I can't give you grass, but I can give you housing. Yeah. That's what it's coming down to. I can't Mm -hmm. give you grass, but I can give you housing. But
9: you got roof over your head and it's affordable. And it's affordable. And that's the thing is. And there's a park across the street if you hang out. Yeah, but it's affordable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's the whole thing. Because when you go into these outer areas, there's still land there. Like in the valley, there's still land there, and what they're doing to co- acquire this land, eminent domain.
5: Mm.
2: Eminent domain. Love it. Love yeah. it. Eminent domain because those what they call those uh, slum lords. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. They're taking it from. Good. Beautiful. Good. They're taking beautiful. it from. You know. And that needs to
9: be everywhere. I I, I agree with that, you know, and, and, you know, I can can imagine that a county like Los Angeles has very specific codes associated with being a landlord, and if you're not upholding those codes and you've been served with notice after notice after notice, well, guess what? And see, the problem was they had been served with notice, but nobody acted on the notice. And and from my perspective, and and I would think from your perspective, then it's completely appropriate for... The county to take eminent domain. Yes, right. Uh, and, and, That's right, and and create affordable housing. And for And they're trying to citizens. get
2: it set up so it can come in the city, not just in the county areas. Come in the city, and the same thing needs to go on in South Florida, especially in Miami-Dade, because forty
9: percent increase yes, in rents. people, oh my Absolutely. lord!
2: You have the because last time we were there, you know, researchaholic. I'm looking at, hey, everybody says they're coming here. Are they really all buying? So I'm looking up rents uh, in the area where the hotel yeah, where we're at. Yeah. I'm looking at the rents over there. Like, okay, I ain't never been that drunk that I want to sign a lease for forty five hundred dollars a month. Never. I ain't crazy. never been that drunk in my not life. Not even a mortgage. No, no, no. Forty five hundred.
9: What do you get no, with that? I'm
3: in an apartment.
9: In an apartment. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like a monopoly game, right? At this point, without without responsible government, you know. And I have these debates and discussions with people that are just just completely opposite right. of that thought, right? They think they think private enterprise and free markets ought to govern everything and, and I disagree. No. And, and you know and you can you can take the monopoly game and if you play it long enough what's going to happen? You're going to error real estate. One person's going to end up with all the no money and everybody else is going to end up with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what responsible government is to do is to create equal footing in the economy so that um, Clearly, you reward the people to go out and work hard, right? Right. They need to be rewarded, but um, but you you got to create an economy where there's equal footing associated with you know people just don't have the basic needs. They they're they have to have, or the government has to create opportunity for people just to have the basic needs. And, you and know, if the private thing? market can't provide that, then the government needs to step in and do it. Yeah,
2: but then, then there's another thing. I was t- taking my oldest son, Jason, and he was having surgery the other day, and we drove through the Montrose area where I used to have some property at, right? And I, I got silent while we were talking, while we were driving. He said, Dad, what's wrong? I said, hmm. well, okay. you know, every time I come through here, I have a flashback on uh, selling that piece of property right there. I own some property right there in Montrose between Richmond and the freeway. Oh, okay. wow. Okay? Yeah. I sold that back in 1992
4: mm-hmm.
2: for, I'm embarrassed to say now, it's still in the same condition, location, because the, the guy I sold it to still has it. Okay. All right? Let's just say... It's worth $17.2 million now. Hmm. There was not no mill, nothing when I sold it. But think about it. Everybody doesn't have the capacity to buy and hold.
9: They don't. They don't. I
2: had to sell it because I needed funds for my business at the time.
9: Mm -hmm.
2: But boy, when I go through there and it's still the same property, when I tell you everything around there is brand new, yeah. he has not done a thing, but his uh, the leases on the storefronts in the front,
5: mm-hmm.
2: he's getting $47 a square foot a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was getting back then $9 a square foot a year. Yeah. I want to go in there and firebomb the place. But anyway- <laughs> <laughs>
4: I bet you did.
2: But think about this. I'm not the only person that sees all that or has experienced that. Mm -hmm. And and those institutional investors, I guarantee you, they are beating down his door to get that real estate. Because everything over there right now, three-story townhomes, uh, office building, and it's right down the street from the museums. Mm -hmm. It's right there. You go across the bridge and you're in the museum district right there. All that stuff is right there. But those institutional investors and those REITs, that's where everything has grown exponentially. And before we take a break, the thing I saw in Florida is something I saw originally at home in California. Don't care.
9: The landlords don't care. You, especially institutional landlords, right. yeah. they don't care. They don't care. Well, well maybe they do, right? But they—they're they, they're not. Bottom con- line. but they're not connected, no. right? Right. You can't be. You can't care for somebody that you don't know when you're not connected. with. That's right.
2: There yeah. you go. So we're going to take a break. We went over. Uh, we will take a break. Come back shortly. Uh, Jennifer Nina, how you doing? Dina Ramos Alzar, how you doing? Mac, I don't care.
9: <laughs> He's Institutional host. <laughs> Take a break, Carla.
6: Income <laughs> feedback on your marketing business model. And finally, watch your luxury real estate business take off. Get ready to spend your days helping others achieve their dreams while you achieve yours. RMG The Collective. growth
7: in partnership. Caller, get started today. Hey, everyone. My name is Kaylee Heenan with BRPS Title. If you're looking to grow your real estate business this year, BRPS Title is the perfect title partner for you. Give me a call today and ask about our concierge closings, our luxury showcases, and our custom lead generation program, as well as our most exclusive program, the Roundtable Mastermind Group. Give me a call at 832-603-2005. Hi there. I'm Dina Salazar. Broker
4: and owner of Platinum One Properties. For the past 20 years, passion for real estate and strong sense of integrity have been the driving force and key to making real estate dreams come true for our clients. With preferred lenders, builders, and title companies, we are able to provide service beyond your expectations. So if you're in the market to sell, buy, or lease, give us a call today. Platinum One Properties. Exceeding expectations and creating the standard in real estate.
0: This was a proud sponsor of K N L Y ninety one point one FM.
6: Let me ask you something. Have you been thinking to yourself that a time starving the real estate big Welcome to the Real Estate You Show, a weekly nationally syndicated multimedia show designed to empower both buyers and real estate industry professionals by providing tips, insights, and inspiration for all things buying, selling, and investing in real estate. Featuring a team of real estate experts, financial and new construction professionals, and weekly guest entrepreneurs, this fun and entertaining show breaks down all the complex news happening in real estate nationally and you want to know the best part through the real estate you show multimedia platform you can gain access to the rmg collective an exclusive invitation only real estate professionals group doesn't get better than that catch the real estate you show weekly at reuworldwide.com saturday eastern 10 central
0: this was a proud sponsor of knly 91.1 fm
2: Okay, we're back, and today has been a really lively conversation yeah. about some of the things that's going on in the marketplace. There's
9: just a lot of things going on in yeah, yeah, the marketplace. That's why I, like I say a, a very, marketplace. We live in a really unusual time. Yeah. Um, but it's a good time. I mean, I, there no complaints here. I'm, I'm as busy as I can be about y'all. Okay, it's not about you. It's about me. It's always it's about me. When, we're, when I'm talking, it's about me. I'm talking about me. Oh, When you yes, talk, it you're is. talking about you. No, I'm talking about everybody else.
2: You I mean, are so, always talking about you. Okay. Self promotion. He is the king of self promotion. All right. The man got seven different seven different monikers Nina, on social media. Duck,
5: duck, <laughs>
2: <laughs> So, Miss Nina, you always bragging about that damn weather over there. Why the Ritz
9: so high? <laughs> because
3: <laughs> it's beautiful.
9: Tell him, Jen. Because it's beautiful. <laughs>
3: And they place. have a beautiful so, beach. Summers here. I I, I mean and I know why. You know, it's like it's hard to for me to live any place because the summers, I mean, I yet yeah, what was it? Thursday. I said, you know what, I need a day off. And I went and sat down in this restaurant by the beach <laughs> in my bikini. We,
2: we, don't, like her. Yeah. we, no, don't, we don't like you. We don't we don't like you. We don't like you at all. Uh, uh, you know, all. Really? She said she you took know, off? You took off? You took the day off?
3: I sure did. I was working on my phone. Oh, that what you
2: that what you <laughs> go with? No I'm That no? that what you go out with? Well, I needed to
3: disconnect and unplug. Yes, I did.
4: I do not feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of the real estate is in close proximity to the water and beautiful sites. So don't help paying, her. People are paying for it. I can
2: see you not they they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving
9: to Kima not not
4: you can pay the, the extra insurance oh He's my like, goodness right yeah. Yeah. oh my home. goodness I you
9: know I have a client that was referred to me just recently and they don't even live on the beach right and they and
4: they're flood maps change right and, and some of
9: the things that Averill was talking about last yeah. year with with the reassessment of and it said that you know and, and I remember distinctly she said some people they're Rates are going to go down, and some people are going to go up. Watch this here. I saw a eight thousand dollar
2: a year flood policy the other day. Wow. I saw a forty seven hundred and fifty dollar flood policy. Eight thousand dollar flood policy. Where was the home located? Uh, just the, that little place past League City. I can't think. of uh, the Dickinson. Name. No. The
4: Texas City. No, uh, it's
2: one. Some one. Santa over, Fe. Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yes. Eight thousand
4: dollars. I believe it. Yeah. In Santa Fe. Oh, like, what the hell!
2: But matter of fact, I was like, "What's that expensive in Santa Fe?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I saw the picture. It was a really nice house. Wow, a really nice house. But yep. eight thousand dollars flip Wow. Yeah, so you have all these things going on that are making housing so unaffordable, or. As I said in the class today, you know, uh, I had Jennifer laugh him about discrimination because one of the parts of the class was was about discrimination, and I was telling, her I discriminate against short people, uh, ugly people, and guys that do comb overs. Okay, that's why I discriminate. That do what comb overs? Overs. You know, comb overs, (laughs) something like that. He's just jealous because they have hair. Yeah. Well, if if it's not really hair, if you got to pull it from one side to the other. (laughs) Okay.
9: (laughs) I'm going with that. (laughs) Yeah, so basically... Hey, I might need to be doing this. Let's see. see. Yeah, I think I got a little bit of that going here. That's where you get the
5: little hat. There
2: you Uh, go. uh But it was really centered on there is so much subtle discrimination in the lending process. And this is something I learned, and I'm quite sure... Mac and Jennifer already knew this because of Humda, but the percentage of borrowers by ethnicity who were denied just based upon ethnicity, it was alarming how whites in the same zip codes with the same qualifiers are approved at 72% versus minorities are approved at 19%. Think about that for a second. So basically, that the institutional dynamic Mac was talking about, there's institutional racism in regard to the lending process as well. And that's also keeping people out of housing. And the happiest people, and I say this all the time, in the real estate industry are the apartment owners. They are the happiest people in real estate, because if you look, drive around, see all these apartments coming up, drive around, because, oh, they can't buy a house, taxes too high, insurance too high, Uh, they have credit for an apartment, but they don't have credit for a loan, it's just insane.
9: Yeah, so I'm going to read this, I've I've had it in front of me now for a little while in a couple of segments, but this was written in late 2021, it said, the U.S. is short 5.24 million homes. An increase of 1.4 million from 2019 for a gap of 3.84, 8, 8, 3.84 million, according to new research. But here's the deal. Watch this. The U.S. Census found that 12.3 American households were founded from January 2012 to June 2021, but just 7 million new single-family homes were built. There you go. There is they're
2: only doing, on average, one and a half mm. a year. One and a half new construction a year.
5: Now one and a half million. Yeah, one and a yes. half million.
2: We have the capacity, the capacity to do four million homes a year. Now, I work with builders every day. Builders are greedy as hell. And the fact that they're not building the home tells you one thing supply and demand. Supply and demand to keep the prices up, mm-hmm. the profits up, and to minimize. Financial growth and
9: wealth in minority communities. So yes, you, I just said that out loud. You did, you did, and and but you know by the same token, you know, having been in the business a long time, no, no young builders. We know some young builders. We're going to see one tonight, right? right. And and the thing that I do think that builders do do, especially the younger individuals, smaller builders, they take on a great deal of risk, right? I have a couple right. of really young builders, and it's it's a couple and or Drew Collenberg, which yeah. we know very well. And and it's really risky for them. And part of the risk, I think, associated with it is you know in certain areas, unless they can find a niche where they won't compete with the majors, right? You, you know, that it can it can be really difficult for and them I'll simplify to, that to turn a profit, right?
2: The only way they're and not they going to compete with risk. the majors is they got
9: to go build new construction in the hood. That's the only way. And you know, and and. Clearly, that's Drew. And that's what they're doing. Drew found affordable lots. Exactly. And we're not not calling it the hood, okay? It wasn't. It was a a community that could be redeveloped. How about that? And then, (laughs) so I'm correct, and he's incorrect.
2: Yeah, well, he's being Politically. politically correct. That would be true. Yes. Truth teller. And like, like the young villas, well, though.
3: But you also have to understand that neighborhoods also change. Yes. Look at the Bronx, um, what was this place? Uh, uh, oh my God, I forgot the name. But it was, it was before you couldn't even walk through there, process, drugs, you name it. Now they have a million dollar homes.
2: This is what they call gentrification, people. Yes, that's right. Yes, gentrification. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, exactly what it is. It's totally it gentrification. Yeah. Yeah. But think about this for a second. You have these young builders that you're talking about. My three favorite young builders are three women all under 30 years old. I believe that. Now, they don't have the capacity to build more, but like I said earlier, when I mentioned earlier, one of them, she actively pursues to sell to single moms. Actively.
5: Yeah. Because
2: she says, and I quote, those yuppie Hamburger buyers, she said, just like that. I said, I ain't heard yuppie in forever, okay? But she says, those yuppie hamburger buyers, they don't need my assistance. Single moms need my assistance. I like that.
4: Yeah. They I need like my that. assistance. Mm-hmm. A
2: millennial couple who has a $175,000 household income does not need her assistance. Mm-hmm. A single mom who's making between sixty and $70,000 a year, that soon needs her assistance. Who can that she has no problem waiting for uh, down payment assistance from the city or the county? And she's like, I don't care. The check is going to come when it comes.
9: I, you know that's a beautiful thing, right? Yes. hmm So clearly, she's putting people before profit. There and you and, go. And, and, and and she's
2: still making a profit.
9: Good. I good. She's still good making a profit. We good for her because she so deserves it. Now. She deserves it. Say it that again.
3: That, that we have lost that. Uh, you know, even in the, in our medical. Industry. Oh God! we have, yeah. we have um, forfeited the caring of the human being for the profit. Yeah, we see that day to day, and it's just very few people that you know can do both. Right.
9: right? Yeah. Well, well I, the, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off of that yeah. because I, there was a Nobel Peace Prize, or what was it? It was maybe no Nobel Peace Prize. It was a it was a um, there was a, a New York there was a, a, a New York Times article many. Uh, 10, better than 10 years ago, right? Where they went around the world and they analyzed certain procedures, medical yes. procedures. Yes. And the procedure that they analyzed was specifically was childbirthing. Oh, yeah. And they looked at other parts of the world and you could clearly go in and you could, and the doctors and the hospitals, they would say, look, it's this much money for, for this. But in America, they can't do that, right? Yeah. Because they want to have the opportunity if the slightest little thing isn't you know, doesn't meet the traditional criteria protocol, then they need to be able to charge you a fee for it. But, it. but at the end of the day, and it's just what Jennifer said, right, people in other parts of the world considered it an honor to be in the delivery room when a human being was born. Yeah,
2: but, you know, and, but like me. And it
9: wasn't a based on profit.
2: No, it wasn't. Like, you know, I'm one of the crazy people that reads their explanation of benefits, mm-hmm. okay, after a procedure or something like that. When I had my stint put in, all right, it cost $113,000. This is stint. The stint itself, $92.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. The stint itself, $92. The anesthesiologist that they brought in, stuff like that, the actual anesthesia they administered was $107 but they charged $22,000, okay? The Tylenol they gave me, I didn't say Tylenol 3, the Tylenol they gave me out of the hospital was $91 for a bottle. The same bottle you can go over the counter for 9 bucks. Right. (laughs) They charged 10 times more. So the last time I had to go see my cardiologist, I had him laughing. He says... What is that? He said. I said. Oh, in case you want to give me a prescription, I already bought these over the counter. So you can you know, just go ahead and pay me. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you know. I, I, you know what? And I think a lot of that. And I and I remember very distinctly in this article that the, the 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 author, one of the conclusions that she came to is that in America hospitals look more like resorts, in other parts of the world hospitals look like what you would think a hospital is. Yeah. You know, you have to go across the street to eat. <laughs> There's no, you know, water fountain right. at the entryway. Um, and, 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 January, and and the money is poured into care. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: Yes. Go ahead.
3: January, my grandfather died. Um, he had, you know, complications, and, you know, we had to put him in the hospital. Well, guess what, unless we came up with... about, it. It's about, uh, about 70,000... Dollars, mm-hmm. we were. He was not able to go in.
5: Wow.
3: So, so what do we do? What about if we didn't have the money? And this was a, like at one o'clock in the morning. And if you don't give us a deposit, we're like, who the hell? How can we get cash at this time of night? Right. You know, they are not taking checks. So it's again the industry before it that needs was to be of. somebody sick going to a hospital and being turned back.
2: Well, see that's uh, the industry like overturned with with these lobbyists and stuff like that. Here's here's another crazy story, but it's a true story. My cancer surgery started out with robotics, but it became to the point that they had to bring in a surgeon to actually cut me open Mm -hmm. versus the robotics doing its thing, right? The robotics charge was (laughs) $275,000. Didn't finish. The robotics couldn't finish because I had complications because they found out I had two masses instead of one, okay? Surgeon comes in, they cut me over, stuff like that. Tell me why the surgeon's bill was higher than the robotics bill. But this is the kicker. The surgeon actually got the double dip because he was the one managing Operating the robotics, uh.
9: and then he then when he had to stop doing that and go in the and get his hands dirty exactly yeah I was like <clears throat> well I think it's probably because he owns a ten million dollar house in Miami oh, absolutely right,
2: right. <laughs> absolutely absolutely because it's those kind of things that when I hear this is the greatest country on earth I cringe periodically
9: it, and it's what, great it, for it
2: individuality. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as, as taking care of their people, this country does not take care of people. It's housing. It's health. It's education. It's in all three phases. It's haves and have
9: nots.
3: Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. We it, have the worst health care system ever.
9: Yeah. You know, and you say that. Right. But, you know, there are places that are worse. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, just but, saying, but,
0: I'm just saying. Sure. But, but clearly, it's broken down here, that's halves and halves. Clearly, and halves clearly, that's what I mean right
9: clearly now. the primary driver economically in America is is um, profit, and it's not necessarily people. And back
4: yeah. to self-employed when we, that we were talking about. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, when you're self-employed, people don't understand. The people working nine to five jobs are complaining because they have to pay two hundred dollars a month for their insurance. Right. When you're self-employed, that's easily for one person over $1,000 a month. That's easily. right. Easily. Yeah. easily. Yeah. That's
9: right. <laughs> so they can charge $90 for a bottle right. of a Tylenol. Bottle- Tylenol. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, like, The whole thing is Tylenol 3 has made
2: me feel good in the past, but that's a whole different <laughs> thing. <But laughs> It might be worth the $9, but the regular child at $9, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm just going to bring my own. I'll bring much. my own. Right. And, and, and Dr. Booch, he just says, you know, every time you come in this office, you bring some trouble with you. Yeah. I said, but it's good trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think about this here. And, and, and we went off on a tangent, but it's the same thing. It's all tied together. Housing, health, education. What do people want for their children house? Good school district. So what do you what do you have to pay for in a good school district? Higher taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you want proximity to health, higher taxes. But if you want to be in a food desert with no medical facilities, with uh, education challenges, go over here. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna put anything, don't worry about it. Matter of fact, it's not even environmentally sound over there. But you got somewhere to live. Don't worry yeah. about it. You got somewhere to live. I mean, I used to own a, a home uh, in Galena Manor, not Galena Park, Galena Manor. A lot of people don't understand. There's Fidelity, Galena Manor, did Galena Park. All right, Galena Manor is your middle class area. All right, all homeowners up in there, but they had the same level of cancer as the poorer areas on both sides of them because of proximity to the ship channel and the, the, fields petrochemical, and the petrochemical industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Everybody. I was, you know, so we have to look and at. And that is
9: clear evidence. Right. Right. That is factual evidence. There's nothing that could be debunked about that. You can't create any different narrative and that the people that live in those areas, they pay a price for the, the corporate profits in that area. Basically. And they pay for the, with their lives.
2: Before we take a break. I'm gonna quote my late father. If you don't demand more, you're not gonna get more. If you don't demand more, you're not gonna get more. If you keep accepting what you're getting, that's on you. That's
9: and good. you know, and and so I'm gonna stop you there. The beauty of America, though, still exists that we can still make a difference. Right? We can still make a difference at the polls. We can still make a difference in. We have the right to protest. And um, and and I think that over the if, over at least over the past 40 years we have effectively made changes and some progress yeah
2: we made some is the operative word some progress we're going to take a break pay some bills and on what he just said is true but it's also you have manipulations behind the scenes that we cannot see in housing health and education so take a break pay some bills This hour is brought to you by The Designer's Niche and RMG The Collective.
6: mortgage loans available nationwide welcome to mortgage Inc led by award-winning mortgage expert Jennifer Nina with expertise in both Florida and Texas markets and a national team for all your mortgage needs now you can borrow with confidence whether buying selling or investing in real estate you deserve the very best mortgage solutions available whether it's for new construction luxury or an investment property as a long-time mortgage specialist, Jennifer has built her lender reputation on getting the deal done. And you want to know the part? By working with Jennifer in MyMortgage Inc., you gain access to the R U R M G, an international invitation-only multimedia platform offering exclusive real estate buying and selling resources, business alliances, and so much more. Doesn't get better than that? My Mortgage Inc., we treat like our mortgage. Find out more information at yourmortgagepro.biz today.
7: Hey everyone, my name is Kaylee Heenan with BRPS Title. If you're looking to grow your real estate business this year, BRPS Title is the perfect title partner for you. Give me a call today and ask about our concierge closings, our luxury showcases, and our custom lead generation program, as well as our most exclusive program, the Roundtable Mastermind Group. Give me a call at 832-603-2005.
0: This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
2: Okay, is Jennifer drinking out of a kitty cup? Is that what that is? Look at that. she got a kiddie Well, cup. she's got Aww. kids. she got kids. <laughs> That's really? what you do when you got kids. You drink no, out you of don't. their cup. Get a real cup, damn it. <laughs> this is the Real Estate you Show. I'm E.L. Crane. They are not. We're each here Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 a.m. Pacific. I'm joined by the amazingly qualified and lovely Mac Blankenship. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Told <ya. laughs>
2: Our award-winning broker, owner of Platinum One Properties, Dina Ramos Salazar, who loves me in spite of myself, yeah. and that woman over here who likes to brag about weather, Jennifer Nina of My Mortgage, Eat, which is just a disgusting situation. And why did y'all even ask? By the way, did she have the temerity and the audacity? I took the day off and I was sitting by the beach and I was working on my phone. I uh, know. Like nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes you. We have well, we have signed petitions. Nobody <laughs> likes you. No. <laughs> I
4: mean, it is I nice. Care, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs>
9: uh, yes. She's smiling Boom. all the way to the beach. Boom. <laughs> see ya. Oh,
2: God, uh, Jesus. Did you see that? I don't
9: care. I saw mean. that right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Wouldn't
2: want to be ya. <laughs> I just, I don't understand.
9: Okay. I do, right? <laughs> I've been on those beaches. Yeah. So. I totally
2: get it, Jen. <laughs> yes. I totally get it. So, uh, Dina, what's going on around here with uh, one and two hour on the market? <laughs> <laughs> if
4: you're a listing agent, then you know it's incredibly, um, I don't even have a word for it. Um, if you have a home that's listed at market value yeah. um, and then standing. Yeah. Don't have to be clean. (laughs) I've seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff. Um, You'll have, um, you know, definitely multiple offers within the week. Um, And the offer that my seller accepted this week was one that was $15,000 over. They could have kept going, but they didn't want to. It got stressful for the seller to be receiving all the offers because you must present all offers. Okay. And so they were getting all these offers, and then this one came in, $15,000 over list price, no option period, the buyer paying for the title policy, asking for no concessions, um, and a seven-day financing approval period.
5: <laughs> Boom!
4: With a, uh, like a double, uh, so like 2% earnest money.
5: Mm-hmm, so. so,
4: you know, that earnest money goes hard after the uh, uh, the, the, all the option periods. That's just right. Ex- exercise so that's after a week. So <sighs> tell
9: tell me if you think this offer got approved. I had a client last Sunday I worked with on Sunday. House was listed for six fifty. Went on the market that day. You, could, you 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 have till six o'clock to to submit your orders. It was listed for six fifty. They bid six seventy five. They waived the appraisal, no option period, and wrote in three hundred thousand dollars earnest money. Wow. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Okay. You think they got it? Wow. Nope.
4: No, no, no. Are
9: you kidding me? Because me and the agent looking at each other, we're like, he he needs to be, he needs seven hundred. Got to go at least seven hundred, at least seven hundred. Because look, in in this family that we're working with, we've been working with for a long time, and they want one neighborhood, one body of water. Right. And and I think now they they put it into perspective that hey, you're just gonna if you want this neighborhood, you're either gonna have to wait until the market changes or you're just going to have to listen to me and your real estate agent? Yeah.
2: Now, yeah. Th- there's something else, and Dina probably knows this. And there are a the couple of builders out there right now who are putting in uh, escalation clauses. If it escalates, they they can back out of the contract. Mm-hmm. But it's getting even better. I don't know if it's going on over there in Florida, but it's over here. The builders are saying, submit your bid.
5: Yeah. Hmm.
2: It's bidding now. It's yeah. like a... Yes, they're saying submit your bid. Not your offer.
5: Your bid. Your
2: bid. Mm. What are you going to bid on this house on behalf of your client? Bid. Not offers. Offers, here's my offer. Okay, turn it down. They they literally are auctioning off their inventory now.
4: I have never seen so many rude salespeople in my life. Yes, because they know. Because they know that. Okay, so in the past nine months that we've been building your home, mm-hmm. the prices have gone up so much that if I act like a jerk enough to you and you can complain all you want, mm-hmm. they you know what, we'll release you yeah. from this contract and, you know, you don't have to worry about this house anymore. No problem. You know, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not trying to, like, you know, excuse me, but, you know, this is, you know, no, no, they're not being nice. Yeah, because they yeah. know they can put it back you on the market and get no somebody problem. else at a higher price. We got ten dollars over here. Oh yeah,
9: you know we haven't touched on on what's going on in the interest rate market though, um, and yesterday was just a, a massive sell-off, right? Where well, we saw interest rates go up substantially. You know, I can't quote rates on the, on here on on the air, but you know, and Jen can testify to this that <laughs> we we've just seen a continual progressive, not even progressive, leap. Upward, <laughs> you know, and, and it seems to be just happening every single day. And so add to that the, 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 the escalating prices, the escalating insurance, the escalated um, um, taxes, and then interest rates. I mean, it just but, – but, you know, I had a real estate agent tell me yesterday, it's like, man, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine because it's not going to slow down. I said, you really don't think it is? He's like, no, I don't think it's gonna ever. I don't think it's gonna slow down any time soon. Because in the consumer our market
2: has shown the willingness to go beyond the scope. That's why it's consumer driven now. It's dictated by the builders and the sellers, but it's consumer driven. If you have a consumer, we had a closing the other day. Not the, not the other day. Last week. I know the address. You do I know the address? It was on the house next to our old house I used to own,
5: mm-hmm. right?
2: Now, this neighborhood has grown in value, just like every other neighborhood in the market. Looked it up. $120,000 over list. Wow.
4: Yeah, some neighborhoods are getting it. <laughs>
2: okay, but what? this is the kicker. This neighborhood, this is one of the first, this is the original house I purchased, all right? Walk out the front door, apartment's right there. Oh, uh, wow. So, you don't pay that kind of money to be in that proximity to multifamily. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. But these people did. Sure. These sure. people did. That's how – debt. so, it's consumer-driven. It is supply and demand, but if the consumers don't honor the demand, then you get a change. But right now, you're going to pay $120,000 to walk out of your front door and look at apartments? Yeah. To look at apartments, and this is a this is a 45 year old neighborhood, wow, in the city. And the only benefit you have where it's at is because of the tax rate. That's the only benefit. You are Uh in strip center, multifamily hell over there, in this area. Used to be, it's still a good neighborhood looking wise, but it's what has happened around around it. it. Yeah. That has changed so dramatically. Mm-hmm. It used to is this a Jewish area, right, where I used to live at, where you had Jewish families walking to the synagogue down the street. Yeah, you know, you see all the time. Now they're not walking. They're not walking because of those multi families, because in those multi families changed after Katrina, all those people from New Orleans that's where they went to, <clears throat> And those decent apartments, to further down the street, nice apartments went from horrible to barely
9: survivable wow <laughs> uh, you, you know what and this is and, I, and i've just begun to see the news on this you know because i'm a headline reader and you know when I, I, I read a lot of news you
2: can read day. he can read yeah yeah, yeah. okay
9: yeah. And, um, but you know they're beginning to talk recession now that the 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 escalating prices associated with everything right it's just everything but also the war in Ukraine and that we could potentially move into a recessionary phase control, sometime then. 2023, maybe, maybe late 2022. And, and that would, I think, be um, corrective as far as the escalating prices. And it would bring interest rates down. Hopefully, the feds would step in and begin to, you know, buy up mortgage-backed securities again. But, you know, how do they do that? They just issue more debt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. constantly. And then on top of that, Now, this is a personal thing for me, all right? The issuance of debt is one thing. It should be buybacks to facilitate opportunities for those in most need. I don't care who delivers the dollars, Treasury Department, HUD, small business investment companies, it doesn't matter until we get a grip on access to housing, we are going to be in this, even if interest rates were to spiral down, we still are going to have a shortage in housing until, and you said it earlier, government intervention.
9: It's going to take it's that, to right? Government because intervention. There just isn't enough profit margin in that at that level to create... Um, you know, a, a desire in the private sector. No, that way, you
2: got a government that, intervention. That's, that's right.
9: That's right. So, but, you know, then again, you say, and, and I love this idea, right? They, they say this, you know, and the private sector likes to say that the government's inefficient, not good at anything. But um, but clearly when you begin to marriage government and private entities together, then, you know, it's been proven over and over and over again that good it becomes happens. wrought with fraud sometimes. Right. Yep, and, oh, we're, and, and 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 that's clear in the housing departments across the country, with regards to the size of the budgets and the increase in the size of the budgets over the last 30 years, yeah. ver- versus the number of units that are being built.
2: And I say, and I say, good, I say good ideas, bad results. Bad results. Good ideas, bad results. Bad results. But the
3: problem is, is that when you leave, when you leave the to the hands of officials, they misuse those funds. Here, there was a developer that was in, a city official. And he was given a piece of land to, to build affordable housing. Well, he sold that lot, which already had a mortgage, to somebody else. Through many years later, they, they find out, wait a second, why do I have a mortgage on this, or, or a second mortgage? And they tried, and that's, they went back, and they say, wait a second, he's using public funds right. you know, that, that, that we gave you to do Incredible. this. Incredible. And he sell, sold it out privately and made money on it. When yeah, says, it's
2: yeah, it's it's constant. The whole thing is being greedy, everybody's susceptible to greed. Not being greedy. Everybody's susceptible to greed. It's how you manage the greed. It's how you manage the greed. Most public officials think they are above the law. So I'm going to push the envelope, push the envelope, push the envelope. And then they bring in outside, private. Hey, let me help you push the envelope some more. Oh yeah, we were supposed to do sixty units, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna do thirty and we're gonna do uh, traditional and other 30. The difference. Yeah. We're
9: gonna increase our bid, increase yeah. the cost so that you know, we can't build as many units, but we're gonna have more profitability and exactly. we're gonna we're gonna put more in our pockets and we're not gonna be able to provide to the public as we were you know you know in 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 the process of taking those those um government funds you were instituted it was it was instituted that that's what you were supposed to do is provide affordable housing and that's not what's happening
2: yeah and uh before we go to break for have our final segment think about this for one second listeners watchers and us on the panel we are the only country think about this we're the only country that everything we secure to build to buy to have based on the lowest bid Mm
5: -hmm.
2: it's based on the lowest bid not the best quality the lowest bid Mm -hmm. think about that take a break pay some bills
3: hi my name is jennifer nina with my mortgage inc and i am your mortgage pro I'M ORIGINALLY FROM DOMINICAN REPUBLIC, WE SPEAK ALSO SPANISH. I'VE BEEN IN THE BUSINESS FOR ABOUT 15 YEARS. I AM LICENSED CURRENTLY IN FLORIDA AND TEXAS. THE COMPANY IS LICENSED IN ABOUT 28, 29 STATES. SO I CAN HONESTLY TELL YOU THAT I SERVE ALL TYPES OF CLIENTS, FROM THE BLUE-COLLAR TO LUXURY HOMES. I MEAN, EVERYBODY IS A CLIENT. THERE'S NO EXCEPTIONS TO THE RULE. IF YOU DO NOT QUALIFY, WE HELP YOU QUALIFY part is having the client um, get the satisfaction of their first home and telling them that they're approved and giving them the keys for them to go in their home. That's the most satisfying part of them. Once again, my name is Jennifer Neal with My Mortgage Pro. Call me now.
6: Have you found yourself thinking, I need to increase my real estate brand value, start overcoming those limiting beliefs, and truly grow my business? Well, I have some great news for you. The Real ELC is elite real estate training professionals just like you. Whether you're a new agent or a seasoned professional, you can gain access to the wisdom, tips, and insights of a team with decades of real estate, business development, and experience. And you want to know best part? By receiving training from The Real ELC, you'll become part of the RMG Collective National Real Estate Marketing Platform. Just visit therealelc.com to start growing your real estate business today.
4: Hi there. I'm Dennis Salazar, broker and owner of Platinum One Properties. For the past 20 years, my passion for real estate and strong sense of integrity have been the driving force and key to making real estate dreams come true for our clients. With preferred lenders, builders, and title companies, we are able to provide service beyond your expectations. So if you're in the market to sell, buy, or lease, give us a call today. Platinum One Properties, exceeding expectations, and creating the standard in real
0: estate. This was a proud sponsor of KNLY 91.1 FM.
4: Let me
6: ask you something, are you a real professionals seeking to grow your business and add greater value to your career? RMG the Collective is the process that develops new and seasoned brokers and owners. Have you tried figuring out the best ways to market yourself but just haven't been able to break through yet? You're not alone, but I have good news. RMG the Collective offers training programs to help you master the luxury real estate market, grow your income, boost brand awareness, and develop a truly unique you stand out from the rest. This unparalleled program is endorsed by top luxury brokers and agents nationwide, with 93% of participating agents increasing their income by at least 41%. And you want to know the best part? You can be a member of RNG The Collective no matter where you're located, with agents located all over the U.S., you'll be a part of a strong, supportive community, have constant access to RMG's online proprietary program, work one-on-one with your mentor, receive customized feedback on your marketing and business model, and finally, watch your luxury real estate business take off. Get ready to spend your days helping others achieve their dreams as you achieve yours. RMG The Collective, growth in partnership. Call or email to get
9: started today. We're
2: back. Bills are paid. Mac is still here.
9: And I'm not going anywhere.
2: He's saying not going anywhere. People not going anywhere. Anywhere. Security is outside the door right there. Security right out the door. I
4: saw you texting security. That's right, damn it. I was going out the window there.
2: So this is what you have. Today about the mortgage market housing, the shortage of housing. But things can be done based upon certain motivations. Like right now, it's not being released yet, but uh, the RMG Collective has identified six realtors to represent a builder, developer's listings and cross-market from six different Brokerages. The builder developer is going to provide these RMG agents with the listings mm.
5: nice.
2: because this particular builder developer understands you cannot do it alone. Yes, there's a shortage, so forth and so on, but from a promotional perspective, you have to create business. To develop business,
9: you know, that's the dynamic. Yeah, you know, and the the beauty of that idea and that concept is that, (laughs) you know, a lot of builders don't want to pay real estate agents, right? Exactly. But hey, (laughs) maybe maybe what you do is redesign or disrupt your industry instead of instead of having salespeople, you just rely on just let the real estate agents manage disrupt the market that process, and and maybe all you need are superintendents, good superintendents,
2: Because at the end of the day. This is a people-driven business. You can go online and research all you want. At the end of the day, personalities are going to come into place. Activities and actions are going to come into place. Mac and Jennifer need to explain the loan process. Dina need to explain, explain the buy-sell process. You have to have individuals in place to do that. And a lot of these builders who shall remain nameless, who are saying, hey, send me in your bid. No. I am not going to bid against myself because that's all bidding is, is bidding against yourself. Okay? Think about this here. At the end of the day, Jennifer and Mac sell the same product. Mm -hmm. You know, they have non-QM relationships that might be different, but they have the same product if they do VA, USDA, FHA Fannie, Freddie
5: mm-hmm.
2: okay so what's going to make you want to work with Mac and Jennifer them
5: mm-hmm.
2: okay mm-hmm. any title company can close your transaction what's going to make you make work with a particular title company the person Dina one of the kindest people ever you are going to work with her because that's what she does she's a caretaker of her clients. Most agencies are check chasers. She's a caretaker. Personalities matter. And that's the thing that I am seeing over and over and over again. If you don't reinvent yourself or make adjustments in this market, not a volatile market, a violent market, not physically violent, just violent in its aggressiveness now, exactly. you have to make adjustments. You have to adapt. You have to provide resources and access that others don't. Mac has the thing he does. Jennifer has the thing she does. Dina has the thing she does. I have the thing I do. This is what separates us in the marketplace, which is why we can collectively sit on this particular four-person panel and get things done for you different ways but getting it done is the end result no matter what. That's what people don't understand in this marketplace. When I'm out fishing for deals for the RMG Collective, it's about if I take care of them, they take care of me. If Jennifer and Mac provide loans and go to Xstar like Mac did with uh, the collection items, that is a referral-based situation. Oh. Mac and Jennifer did that for me. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you who you need help, call Mac and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. You want representation, buying, selling, leasing, investing in real estate, call Dina. You want somebody to help you market your listing as a title partner, call EL. <coughs> that's what we have around this table here. And that's what people need to understand, which is why we're doing the fundraiser tonight. It's more than real estate, it's all about people.
4: That's right.
9: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's our dynamic.
9: Yeah, and that's the reward, I think, oh. in the end. Not clearly, yeah. you know, we want the check to clear, but. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> always yeah, check clear. Yeah. I
2: forgot that part. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I think when you work hard and you provide the best service you can to your clients, yes. you don't have to worry about the check ever not clearing. I mean, you're always going to get referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just yeah, you, what you put into it. That's right.
9: I had a an agent call me yesterday, and he said, Hey, um, you know, my broker called me and said that you closed two loans for him that other people said couldn't be done. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, when it's nice to know that they know, yeah. Yeah. right? Because sometimes you work your, your tail off, right? And you and you and you and you get up to the last minute, and and you know, and you think people are thinking, well, why 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 is why is this transaction so hard? Because nobody else was going to do it. That's why it's right, so hard. Right.
2: <laughs> do the hard things first. That's what you guys do. Everybody is. We do the hard things first. All right. And I'll give you a perfect example of this week on the closing. What an R M G, Elisa Linton. She had her closing this week. We did a concierge closing. It wasn't even a normal price point, but because the price point she had last year, it, was, it we didn't close the concierge because of COVID. Uh. So I, I rewarded her by doing it this year. on this. So we did a concierge closing, all right? She filmed it. We had champagne delivered, catering delivered. Everybody was out there, stuff like that. But the best part of the closing was the message she said afterwards, and it's some of the things that we say in the G training. She says, if you don't have a team that supports you, why are they on your team? Mm-hmm. That's the best part of her whole message was she says special thanks to the support that I received from E.L. Crane and BRPS Title. Yep. They are on my team. Mm-hmm.
9: Together, everyone achieves more. There you go.
3: Everybody wins, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got And that's the environment that we literally have created here. Everybody wins. There is no now. I want Mac to slip and fall almost most days. But anyway, you know, and I
9: need to leave before he gets in the car. To <laughs> yeah, I hear the
4: wheels peeling out now.
9: <laughs> so, I, but, you know, if the FBI is waiting on me or you, are they waiting on me or you? They're waiting on you. Okay, yeah, I don't. Look I'm going good good to go in out orange. the window. I don't today. look good in orange. But see, think about
2: this: Mac and I are collaborating right now. He has my classes. He has his marketing platform, and so we're gonna start doing classes together. But we are in agreement. We can't be in a room at the same time. Mm-mm. Okay, no. we can't, nope. no. And
9: right. probably not a good idea for me to, to intro him and vice versa, exactly. right? Because we, we might say things We're that, just gonna pass out a brochure and introduce you.
2: But think about it. Philosophies can blend. Presentations can blend. Like when Dina were, and I were in Florida with Jennifer, who left me at the hotel, I had to fit for myself and find restaurants to eat at anyway. Okay, so, you did? Yes. I, I
9: didn't hear about this. Yeah,
2: I, I had to fit for myself. Talking about, you know, I got children, so.
9: Anyway. So. <laughs> and you know what? He's a six foot
7: seven
4: meanwhile, Grown man. Meanwhile, I saw him posting pictures of this. Massive, luxurious home that he was inter- being entertained at it's while my, there. Nephew, was this somebody okay. you knew? It's
2: my nephew.
5: Okay. Well, still. <laughs> he was a relative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> She's a relative. She's
2: a relative. Okay. But well, think about it. We were down there, and I'll, I'll say this without a doubt. We didn't have the attendance, but we had the impact. We didn't have the attendance, but we had the impact. And what we delivered that day was a sure sign of what collaboration looks like, yep. completely and total. What collaboration looks like, because it was both informative, and I even have uh, Dahlia. I I got a conference call with her whole family. I, th- I hope they're not trying to hurt me because you know they <laughs> they, they, they they mafia. Anyway, we got. This. <laughs> <laughs> But I have a conference call for them because I impacted them with some of the information that I shared with them that they just weren't aware of. Mm-hmm. Because you can't take for granted that people know just because they're professional or because they have this yeah, and they right. have that. You have to educate everybody that's in front of you, and that's actually what Mac does. You know, he tried He works my nerves because of it. But that's what he does. He, you know, he educates people who are in front of him. He does. He. That's what he does. He educates, and then. Jennifer over in Florida trying to save the world, but well, these people need Disney, whatever, damn it. <laughs> Yo, but think about those things. Think about those things. Uh, Mac, what is the list reports?
9: The list reports. Uh, you know, the thing that I'm, I think I'm having a, an enormous impact with right now is, is Mortgage Coach. Mortgage, right? that's the one. Yeah, that's the one I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's the one. Yo, <clears throat> so think about this Real Estate you Show. Outside of Mac misbehaving every week. This is a pretty good show, you know. We have to put him in restraint sometimes.
9: <laughs> At least they don't have to beat me sometimes. <laughs> we have to beep you. <laughs> beep. <laughs> Beep! That's kind of true. That's very true. Very true. You almost had to beat me today, right? You start <laughs> oh talking God, about, you yeah, know, yeah. messing with my first time homebuyer single mama, not getting hurt not, you know, making homes affordable for her. And right. i lose my mind.
2: Yeah. But see, when think about this. We, come, we bring all this together in education and effort and opportunity and resources because our collective resources really cannot be measured by any other. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So, next week, so this evening, we have uh, the second annual RMG fundraiser to benefit uh, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Uh, if Mac shows up in dream, jeans, I'm calling the police. Okay? I'm, I'm coming in jeans. Okay, yeah. Right. He will not be let the people. You not be oh, it away. is at a country club. It isn't is. it? Thank you. But you know, I'm from
5: club.
9: Louisiana, right? We don't do kind of country we'll see. clubs. We'll you see know what, what that said. means? That means we're going to hang out at the end of the road, and we're going to put right. we're going to put the trucks in a circle, yeah. and we're going to turn lights on, and it's going to be country club. See, we'll <laughs> see, I, look, you, you did worse than I did because I was saying a Louis, a Louisiana country do I club. You have to is, wear a shirt.
2: Is, is, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, a Louisiana country club is normally Baskin Robbins. Oh,
9: Lord, oh, have man. mercy on me.
2: <laughs> so, we're going to do that tonight. So, what you got going on next week, Dina Raymond Salazar?
4: Just the same old thing, working, working, working. Jennifer? Same thing, saving the world.
2: Yeah. Oh, Wearing Mac- your
4: Supergirl <laughs> suit.
2: Mac going to have his cape on. Mac, don't wear your Superman cape tonight either. You know
4: he wants to ah, wear that. He, blue I, tights he, and a red cape, baby. He's been wanting to buy tights <clears throat> you know, for a while. I, you know,
9: I, therapy. That is what I miss <laughs> I most about being a triathlete, right, are the tights. Therapy.
4: <laughs>
9: therapy, people.
2: Tonight we're raising funds for Mac's therapy. Mac, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> therapy. So... Yeah, people bye people. Bye people. Bye, people. Bye, people. Bye, people. Bye, people. <laughs>